Because, like, you could go to a chick house and, like, her house is immaculate. It's extremely clean, pristine. There's Glade plugins every other hour. <laughs> but then you get in her fucking car and it's like, God damn, bitch, I can't even get in the car. Hey, why do you have simply, why do you have simply in here? Like, it's just looking like just shit in the car. My homeboy used to hit this chick at the first job we worked at. She worked in the college center, though. And when I tell you this motherfucker's car was filthy, like, <laughs> it was shit everywhere, dog. Food, the whole nine fucking yards. Like, it had to be roaches in that car, dog. And, and when somebody get in, you be like, move. Like, oh, let me get this. Let me move yeah, this right uh, like, They put that, this in the Yeah. Like, that shit was so fucked up, it wasn't like, no, hold up, let me clean y'all for spot real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have put my fucking feet in that motherfucker. Like, like, nigga, just going to, cl- like, if you go to clean a woman's car, like, you can't even identify what's trash and what's not. Like, <laughs> like you'll see, like, a straight, like, you'll see, like, an eyebrow pencil, and you'll be like, is this done? Is it old? Is it trash? Like See them goddamn throw, headbands. Throw, right. Hella. Hella scrunchies. Like you not a rubber band. You'll see a scrunchie under the seat, and it's like, okay, so <laughs> is this still some good, or is this no longer good? Trash for sanitary reason. <laughs> you don't want to put that dirty shit back on your head. Niggas been stepping on on the floor. That's no, no, because you go take the car back, and it's clean, and then she could be like, "Have you seen my scrunchie?" And I'm like. The scrunchie that was under the fucking seat, like next to the French fry, like yeah, she like that's my French scrunchie. It's like, nah. bitch, that was trashed. Oh, I ain't you threw my shit away. Don't, don't ask me that shit. Like you don't <laughs> see this full tank of gas and this fucking armor on. Sure, like, the fuck about none of that shit. Where's my eyebrow pencil that I lost the cap to? Like or whatever the fuck it is. Like <laughs> a lot of I threw that shit away. Like it shit looked like trash. It ain't had no cap. <laughs> <laughs> so I just throw all that shit in the center console. Like throw that shit. Hey man, it's all uh-huh. in there somewhere. You sort this out. <laughs> oh boy. Nah, y'all discouraging me from getting four doors now because I've done a good job keeping my little coop. Really, honestly, you haven't because you said it's all in the trunk. We already. <laughs> it is in the trunk. <laughs> it's not. It- all due respect this is chef and as always when listen to our podcast give us a shout out tell us you like us um and tell your friends about us one one moment before i you know share it with the rest of the group we did get another 
lovely um, comment from a listener. And this, and this one's from Bond the Body. I want to first of all say that's a sweet name. I hope you're hope you're not a nigga. Um, but anyway, it could be a nigga. Is, why? Why are you supposed to start it off like that? Bond the Body sounds like a girl. Anyway, um, uh, episode, so the title is episode 117 and 118. Hey guys, really enjoyed episode 117 and 118. Flow, content, and jokes were flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. Appreciate the mute button too, Wink. Oh, and these ATL takes, I roll. Looking forward to a live show when outside is open. Thanks, Bond the Body. That was, that was a great, um, Great comment. And y'all could do that, too. And if you post a comment, we'll read it. I think it's a beautiful thing that listeners listen to past episodes. Like, I, of course, I listen to past episodes because I kind of have to. But those episodes are still just as funny. Like, episodes don't really get stale. You can go back and listen to an episode we did 10 episodes ago, and it's still going to be entertaining. So I encourage you all, if there are some lessons, not lessons, some episodes you have not listened to, go ahead and check those out. Oh, for sure. I wonder if we should start reposting stuff from, like, the archives. I don't know, like, old like old shit. Not the first two episodes, but... With the classics, man. We gotta do some greatest hits, man. We gotta do when the when MG1 uh, episode, the MG2, well, Mr. Yeah. Girl number two episode. The polygamy episode. The polygamy episode. Like, then we have, like, a porn episode. We had multiple porn episodes. Those yeah. first five or six episodes were all porn episodes for the most yeah, part. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. We were definitely porn and eat. We talked about eating ass. Oh, wow. Like, for a whole year. Look, look, like, look how much we've grown. Look how much we've grown, man. Hashtag growth. We ain't talking about eating booty in so long. Right on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's what took you. This is we're at episode uh, 121 though, gentlemen. White with the wood voice. What up? Five thousand North South Florida. Three points. I gotta get across. One, no, two, make three go off. Right on. So, um, how's everybody been doing? What's good? But niggas, uh, we can start with you, JJ. What's going on with you? Yeah, I don't know, man. The, the fact this usually we skip a week, so I have like a lot of shit to talk about within <laughs> two weeks, but uh. Ain't shit going on. I'm in the fantasy football finals, one league. <sighs> Fuck uh, that, the one that I really cared cared about. Uh, the other two, I mean, I just, I just, I don't think I was really into it that much, uh, just because of all the COVID and all the bullshit. It's kind of like the bubble championship for uh, that LeBron ring. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all. That's what's up with me. Hey, real quick, real quick. Uh, you said the league you care about. How do you determine which league you care about? Because I, I'll be doing the same shit, too. Like, there's one it. that I clearly care about more than others. I don't know. Payout, payouts and or it's rivalries. Payouts. It's the payouts and rivalries. Payouts is one, but one of, them, one of them is just when you got one with a lot of niggas that talk shit or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of, like, you're just doing it for, like, the, the shit talk of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just one of the ones I care about. If the leagues that you've been I'm in for afraid. a long time, like you've been there for right. like five, six, seven, eight, nine years, yeah, the, those are going to matter. I think I care about all of my leagues, but the ones, Wood is the commissioner of two of the leagues I'm in. And those leagues are highly competitive and very, and we get very disrespectful to each other. <laughs> so I, I enjoy those leagues because of all the shit talking. I'm about to play Kelvin Savage um, this week. I want to beat the shit out of him because yeah. he like wished ill on me. So I Oop. We've got serious side bets and shit going too. Like you can throughout the year, you can damn near make the prize money of the league without ever having won the league. Like it's side bets, multiple side bets every week. 
I miss I miss Wood in the league that I care about. He used to be there, but oh, he's he no longer there. Yeah, and apparently he went to you. No, no, he was always like kind of in it. He started oh, this shit. Realized Wood and they're not lead no more. <laughs> Everybody be having them crazy names, so I don't be knowing who is who. What league is that? What league is that you're talking about? The one Rock you started. Oh, I've started multiple leagues. I've started that league and the league that I'm in with Chef. That's Rocking Rock the South. Punters of People too. I thought yeah, but then you left Punters of People. I thought the commissioner started Rocking the South. Oh no, that no that no that might be the Mike Lip one. Shout out to Mike Lip. Wait, so it's two Rocking the South leagues? There are multiple leagues. There are many leagues that are scattered around. I'm calling the one that's called Rocking the South Rocking. I think the one that the one that me, you, and Wood were in one time all together. I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't realize he was, wasn't in it. Right, he's not. He ain't been in there like two years. No, it's been longer than two years. It's been a minute. I think he got mad at me winning all the time, but it doesn't matter. No, I left. The, I left the Gold Star Champions League. You be loving, but you wasn't no champion. You must change your name every year too. No, nah, I'm always the takers. Oh, okay. I didn't know you won every yeah, year. Yeah, I, I won. I won more in that league than anybody else has. It's okay. The interesting thing about I, I, fantasy I, I, is though. How many you won too? Uh. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, you. I mean, you won. I know I won one. I might have won two. Hey man, when niggas start asking for your arena report card, it get real serious. Oh, but, but I got one though. I ain't but got see it. But see how fast, see how fast I shot that ball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy is, do do women know like what this time of year means? Like this is playoff time for pretty much everybody, and a lot of people are in bad moods because basically. Uh, basically, they scratch offs. They scratch offs wasn't straight this year. They only know if you win and you get that little Christmas bonus. Right, <laughs> right. One one year, we was at a fucking uh, outlet mall, nigga. And <laughs> I was I was looking at my phone every thirty seconds, nigga. I was she knew that, she knew what was up. We was gonna, I was either gonna buy that suit or not buy that suit at the time. We gonna see what this punter gonna. My kicker really put me over the head. Uh, Made me win that, that league. So I think I won by two two points that year. Winning a fantasy league is right on time, man. You can get you a nice, you can get you a new tech fleece uh, uh, suit, some new uh, some J's or something. You'd be fresh after you win that win that chip. Hey man, we can do a whole fantasy football uh, pod. So let's let's not because after that we are gonna get into when niggas don't pay when they supposed to. So I ain't right. Like that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the top. Let's get into the topics, then, Chef. I'm How everybody doing? I see how. Uh, uh, how you doing, 5,000? Oh, I'm cool, man. Just uh, these fantasy playoffs. See? Right back to that. <laughs> the, one, the one league that I don't really care about, they do bonuses for uh, high score every week. So I done damn near made my money back uh, just off the high score bonuses. I really wish I played daily fantasy because I know one of them bitches could have won a million dollars. Like, it was one, it was just, like, stupid. And, I mean, it wasn't no – it was just how to look, how to draw fail. But yeah. <clears throat> I'm uh, – Hopefully, I can pull it off and get me a little bumps. What about uh, Wood? All good. Don't shit change. That's a, that's a pretty sweet soccer jersey you have on for everybody that can't see you. Oh, man. Chelsea, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Chelsea fan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to the Blues, man. If you're looking for a soccer team and you're into Russian oligarchs, Chelsea's is the squad for you. Yeah, I I play as Liverpool, so. See, when I was going through my, my, my journey on who I was going to root for, Liverpool was going to be my team, but then I realized that they were sorry at the time, and I'm like, I'm already a Dolphins fan, so I didn't want to commit to that. I kind of made the wrong decision because Liverpool kicked ass last year, so, yeah. 
Chelsea's a good squad, though, man. Chelsea, Chelsea and, do what they do. Yeah, and 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 uh, the Dolphins, Dolphins straight there. Yeah. Is Chelsea the one that Dirty D was on? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. If Dirty D got Chelsea money, if well, that boy got money, money because the Russian oligarch owns Chelsea right now. I think I that nigga. I think I think I know you was talking about buying the Hawks. Yeah, that nigga like I don't even understand that type of money. Okay, yeah, nigga talking about nigga smoke a square talking about buying a franchise over over pancakes. I don't, I don't know that life. Yeah, I know it's not a joke. I, 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 just, it was, I just no. The I thing about it was, pe- like hey, nobody knew if it was a joke or not. I'll take it for sure. I'll take it for sure. I don't think. I, I mean, I don't think it's funny. I know he could do it. Dirty D. GB said. GB said. Uh, he don't think you got the dough for the Hawks, man. That, that nigga lives. That nigga lives in the Cosby Show brownstone. If you talk about the brownstone talk, <laughs> right? That's about the. That's about the, that's about the, that's about the soccer, soccer, soccer fucking whistling jazz. Who stay in the Cosby Show brownstone? And the nigga that stay in the Home Alone house. <laughs> brownstone, brownstone, definitely. Yeah, like one in the suburbs somewhere, but it's yeah. Yeah, like that that nigga's like in the part of the Brooklyn that's not even called Brooklyn no more. It's like got a shit. It might be Chelsea. Like it's just a <laughs> funny ass name. Like niggas just reappropriated it. What do they call shit Dumbo. Yeah, right. it's some hoe. It's some. It's not so hoe, but it's another type of hoe. I think it is. Some. So, I like some hoe, even though that's not it. This is real with some hoe. Living in some hotel. Some hotel like an outstanding I, I Asian Asian brothel. Several things there. I hope we weren't gonna go racist, so we're gonna skip over you again. Why are there no like? Why are there no Vietnamese strip clubs? I'm thinking about that now. Vietnamese are Thai, Thai strip clubs. You notice that? <laughs> like it's none in the in America regions or well, what other? I mean, but what I've else? never, I've never. Trust me, I would know. Like. I've never experienced like a Vietnamese or a Thai strip club in America. Think, in America, what's their rhythm like? Not to be racist. Yeah, I don't know if it matters. Oh, that, but that no, it matters. You don't see a motherfucker offbeat like yeah. when two chains come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold well, on. Back on the they don't put on freak white me and see some bullshit. Now that's also weird. A Vietnamese or Thai strip club playing black music, like playing like two chains. That's not bad to say. Well, what, what, they what, probably ain't playing. Play, have you heard Vietnamese music? It had zero bass. Y'all, we're about to have a stupid podcast again. Like, we don't get to anything. That's my bad. That's my bad. It's all on me. And ain't nobody even high this That's podcast. all on me. That's all on me. We wasn't high last episode, was it? We were not. We were regular. No, I had the pin out, but it wasn't out for a long time. But it wasn't a high episode. I tried to reduce my um, edible intake overall. But uh, if you do know of any Vietnamese or Thai strip clubs, please send us an email and with all due respect, with a K at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. But listen, if Wait, I'm trying out, to go. But listen, if I am I trying to go? Have we met? No, but right. like, but is the dancing gonna be good? Does that matter? Listen, Trust me, I'll find out. As soon as I walk in, I'm gonna be like, "Where the hoes at?" That's racist. Well done. Well played. Well played. Yeah, Thank you. I don't think I don't think I get enough. Love for my pun. Let me let me not. Hold on. Let's talk about soliciting. <laughs> let me not solicit anymore. Cause this nigga Chef Boy, Chef Boy RD. Nigga. Hey boy, it didn't go well though. I mean, the only person that said something was like uh, Shay, and like she the homie. So it, not to say don't count Shay. Cause I know you're listening, but it don't really count. Like, oh, no, that's basically what you. 
But uh, any, it, whenever you solicit, man, it never counts, man. That's why I felt bad. Like I wasn't soliciting; I was just trying to make a point or just asking around. But what happened was when the niggas found out I wrote, voted for Rick Scott, like my my hive um, got severely affected by it. As so, it should, yeah. which is fair. I'm not going. I was just living in my truth. Bad decision making. Don't get mad at me for being honest, friends. I'm trying to pot honest with y'all. That's not what they bad at, right? No, but not, not the honesty. Mm. Mm. Well, right. tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm doing fine. Other than the oh, whole okay. have the hive. That hurt a little bit. Recovering. You know what I'm saying? I did have an interesting conversation with my friend. Um, he posted something on Facebook the other day about um, how he didn't fuck with the McRib um, because he didn't fuck with it because you don't think it's real. And um, I know it's McRib season. Um, and I wanted to say something about that real quick and we could go into it a little more. Um, I do love the McRib. I think it's a great. Hold on. Currently? I currently love the McRib. I can't eat it. I can't eat it, to be fair. Last time I had a McRib was like 2016. Um, I never had a McRib. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it, it might be like an age limit on it. Well, you could enlighten us, but the last time I had a McRib was 2016. Um, and it affected me, um, adversely because we don't know what it's made of. But it's not like necessarily all the way real because it doesn't have no bones in it. But um, I got very sick on the toilet for a long time and it was it was a rough period. And I was like, you know, maybe uh, 36 is my limit for McRibs and I haven't had one since. So um, but it is McRib season. I don't like a lot of people talking bad about it because I think it's a fine product. But um, I just wanted to share that. I think the McRib is outstanding. I had a McRib last weekend. Um it was delicious. It was tasty. It was just how I expected a McRib to be. Of course, it's not as artificial as the old McRib. The old McRib tasted a little bit different because they really didn't give a fuck what it was in it. But now they kind of care a little bit what's in it, so it's slightly different tasting. But, I mean, I'm not a barbecue guy. Every time that I get a chance to get a McRib when McRib season starts, I go and have one. I think it's an outstanding sandwich. I don't, I, I don't see what the big deal is. So it's more real? Oh, white meat ribs. I mean, I mean, you can take rib meat. People cook, overcook rib meat all the time. They take the rib off the bone and eat it like pulled rib meat. All you do is take the meat off of it, process it down, and make a, a, a filet out of it. That's all it is. So you think it's really rib, and you don't think it's like some kind of like pork patty? I thought it was like pork product. I mean, so, a, I mean, a rib is pork product. Yeah, I will say I, this though. I, so I never had to make real McDonald's barbecue sauce was a game changer, and I'm wondering how much of the super special McDonald's barbecue sauce plays into people's findings for the meat real. So that's, a, that's okay. a great uh, analysis of it. So I I also was pro McRib. I was a big McRib eater growing up. Like you know, what I'm saying before it was just a seasonal thing. Like they put the McRib on the menu. To be on the menu for a little bit, but then I think niggas was eating too much and might have cost too much to keep on the menu. So then they made it seasonal. That's you know what I'm saying. I'm back. I'm a nigga that knows what the McDLT is. But if y'all know, I mean, if y'all Hell know, yeah. know what the McDLT, I know what the McDLT. Is. Hell yeah. All right, so so all right, so Google it if you hadn't. But anyway, so yeah, so you have that that sauce kicks it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? Pickles. Pickles, if you're from Memphis, because they put an R in pickles and, and pickles and milk, uh, and them onion and that fucking bun with them fucking is that are those sesame seeds? What, yes, what's it that, is, what it is, the yellow seeds? It's a sesame seed bun. It, it's 
but it's smaller than like your regular Big Mac sesame. It's just like a smaller. Uh, I, I guess they cutting costs or something. But you, you know, mentioned. But they, they were never with big seeds. You're right. They're suckling. Huh. Sesame suckling. And you bite in that bitch and it was magical. So I, I, I too tried to make rib later on in life and it wasn't the same experience. Uh, um, so after that, I, I didn't get sick, but when I. It might have just been like I took the fucking whatever blue whatever pill it is in the <laughs> nigga took a blue pill and ate a McRib. Nigga, this sandwich good. My dick hard. So I wouldn't think about fucking fucking McRib, green or red, Christmas colors. Uh, so I bit into it. and I was like, okay, so yeah, this isn't really meat meat. You know what I'm saying? I'm on like five thousand. I think they just. Put it all in the blender and put it in a, a McRib mold yeah. uh, waffle iron, and they make that shape, and then you eat it. But for for I would never speak uh speak down on talk down on the motherfucking McRib because it was such a staple in my life at one time. Like, I loved I, it. I don't see how black people can fix their mouths to talk ill about anything. I mean, from a process standpoint, right? Like that's what black people. We can't, like, people talking about, oh, you don't know what a McRib is. You don't know what 90% of this shit that you, bitch, you eat Funyuns. Like, you don't know what the fuck is in that. Like, does everybody know that Funyuns is short for fun onions? Like, when they made it, that's why it's called Funyuns. Shit is a fun onion. I get it. It's my favorite chip. Uh, Just so y'all know. But the thing is, this this is what I hate. So, niggas be trying to slander McDonald's like like you didn't grow, like we ain't all fucking goddamn 80s, 90s babies and didn't grow up on the shit. It's not the same McDonald's, though. I slandered the fuck out of McDonald's, and I used to go to McDonald's. Look, 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 I hate McDonald's, okay? Oh. I fucking loathe McDonald's and never ate McDonald's until that magical day when I have fucking kids in my life. And when you have kids in your life, then you understand the magic that is McDonald's. Because, bitch, that time, sometimes you just don't have that fucking time. There are no more minutes. There are no more hours in the day to feed these bastards. There's no more fucking SpaghettiOs. Bitch, there's no fucking thawed out meat for the Sloppy Joes. And these bastards want to eat. And them fucking nuggets, whether you think they're processed or they're not ch- real chicken, whatever the fuck it is, they're mana from the heavens provided to parents to feed these little bastards that we have called children. Period. You mean but manna? To be fair, they're, but they're the best, they're the best yeah, nuggets. Can we get a ding on manna? How do we know that it's manna? Because it is. You gotta ask, you gotta ask God. God, that's God's word, and He ain't yeah. even here like that, right? So you're not gonna ding yourself. No, nah, because because I I challenge your assertion that it's mana. Okay, it, well, go ahead. In the video game yeah, community, yeah, it's mana. Say. But no, I agree 110 percent with it. Thing is, I only get like for me, I, I still fuck with you go, I ain't got, I ain't got a friend. I only get the cheeseburger, and that's it. But you get I the two cheeseburgers or the one cheeseburger. No, I'm gonna get cheeseburger. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, let, tell the truth. Tell the truth. The only sandwich I get, the only sandwich I'm gonna get is the cheeseburger. I don't, I don't, I don't deviate from that. Let but. me tell you what, why you fucking up though, because they reinvented the quarter pounder. So I had sworn off a uh, uh, McDonald's for the longest, also. But then it was like, hey, we're bringing back the fucking quarter pounder with cheese, and we're making it fresh, putting salt and pepper on that bitch, and putting it in a box. Nigga, that's what about? Yeah. 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 I fuck with it. I don't fuck with it because I don't, I I try not to eat McDonald's, but in a fucking pinch, 
Nigga, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I mean, my my kids that at the stage where I was when I was at her age, you drive past McDonald's, be like, "Can we get McDonald's?" And I'd be like, nine times out of ten, it's gonna be like a no. But if it's a situation like, okay, it's a Saturday afternoon, we leaving ballet class, I ain't finna make you nothing. We going to McDonald's, so yeah. I mean, it's just like, like it's what you need in a pinch. I try to try to quarter pounder. I'm gonna try it next time, man. I mean, I mean, I've been stuck in the cheeseburger rut for years, and I, but that's only for like after breakfast. Donald Burkers is shit. Like egg McMuffin is awesome to me, but anyway. So 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 just life hack, man. All fast food restaurants now have apps and then they have deals on those apps. Wanna get breakfast from anywhere. Uh just go ahead and download those apps. Chick fil A included and shit. Oh go ahead. I don't fuck with people breakfast shaming and shit, though. Now that I think about it, it kind of got upset a little bit. Like, people want to fast food shame and be like, oh, well, bitch, I only eat at Chick-fil-A, so it must be fucking healthy. Chick-fil-A ain't even all that motherfucking healthy, okay? That shit ain't, mm-hmm. that shit ain't vegan, vegan mark, okay? Sure, like, just because you go to Chick-fil-A fried don't make you better than everybody else. So, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Don't be looking down on chicken. Grilled chicken ain't bad. Yeah. I get the grilled chicken egg white, uh... That shit good. Muffin in the morning sometimes. Well, not. Yeah, but Chick Fil A still ain't shit because Chick Fil A would be like, "Thank you for your service," and throw a sausage, a sausage, egg, and cheese in there, and bitch, you eat both of them. Now you just right. fat. Right. <laughs> oh, they they want you to get your fat. They give you all types of little These niggas made that and cheese. They never you know? threw Chick Fil A never threw an extra salad in there, bitch, for you. But they'll throw no, a sausage, they'll throw a sausage right. biscuit in there for you. You know I'm eating fries. <laughs> I went to Chick Fil A this morning. Got the, uh, for breakfast. Got the uh, chicken scramble bowl, which is delicious. And motherfucker told me what Merry Christmas. Whatever, like chicken and rice and grits. Uh, and chicken, <laughs> chicken egg, uh, chicken egg, uh, the little hash browns in that bitch, and uh, the little potato rounds. Hot. This is delicious. I love them shit. Yeah. So right, they basically just flat tater tots. Yeah. Uh. Tater, tater knots. Anyway, oh, so minute. motherfucker told me here, Merry, Merry Christmas this morning, and I'm like, well, God, these niggas Christian as fuck, crying this bitch. Cause oh, any yeah. other retail place, Happy Holiday, but motherfucker told me, oh, Merry Christmas. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. All right, I forgot. Yeah, I hate homosexuals and fuck with Jesus. All right. Speaking anyway, of man. I'm about to say, right? Dog, we about 45 minutes. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, so that the vaccine came out, uh, um, and it's it's been um, been interesting. So I'll, I'll I'll start my point of view real quick. It came out, saw a lady in um, a hospital in Jamaica, Queens, get her shot. Um, black lady, um, she seemed very excited about it. I was very nervous for her because you're the first person. But I mean, it seems like people are getting getting um, vaccinated. I saw a lot of folks I know who work in healthcare and, and niggas. I know they got money, and they like, oh, I'm about to get my shot. You know what I'm saying? Get my shit next week, or niggas getting scheduled for their shot. So it's happening. The thing um, seems pretty exciting. Um, seen a lot of memes that are like counter counter that. Like you know, it's like if you get that shit, she about to turn into a zombie. All the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas been talking about. But um, shots out. So what y'all finna do? Get the fucking shot. I don't understand. I don't understand what the discussion is. I mean, oh, it's definitely a, oh, it's a so, so, okay, all right, okay, so a motherfucker has read an article about the Tuskegee experiment, okay, which was actually, it was testing, that was testing, which is, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a book, right, so that was in the testing phase, they didn't have anybody to fucking test it on, and that's where that came from, 
we've already tested this on people that have already been willing to test it on themselves, which was white, black, polka dot, or whatever. The vaccine is ready. They don't need to test it on you. They've already tested it. What's the issue? And the thing about it is, what were they testing? What was, what was the Tuskegee experiment for? Syphilis. 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 You know how many vaccines we've had since syphilis? Like, you if, if your mom and dad are baby boomers, ask them what that shit is on their arm. They didn't test that on black people, and that worked out just fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, there's way too much at stake from a money standpoint and from a population standpoint to fuck this said, up. Ask my mama what's on her arm. What's on my mama? Yeah. Pretty much any baby boomer should have a circle on their arm with multiple different indentations that will be their polio vaccine. Okay. I'm just for the people that's listening. I mean, I knew that. No, I didn't. I knew <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean, no, go ask. It. So, okay, so all right, so no, I'm not saying no, 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 no. I'm backing up. I'm backing up. So, if if your mom and dad is a baby boomer, which is older than I don't know, they're Obama's age and around there. No, actually, Obama's Gen X, I think. Gen X. Um, older than Obama. Look on their arm or ask them to show you if they have a vaccine. It'll be very small punctures that are in a circle. It look like the pins that held on them colors back in the day. Like if you jab yourself really hard, it'll look like that. It's a bunch of little small holes in a circle, right? That was the polio vaccine that pretty much all of those motherfuckers got. And that, that was, I'm not going to say it was it was smooth or whatever, but it wasn't tested on black people. There wasn't anything to distrust the government on. And it was a success because nobody has polio now. Polio is virtually eliminated. So, which brings us to now, I we do have the Tuskegee experiment. Yes, that is a lesson that we have learned in the past. But outside of that, what vaccination rollout has gone bad for anybody? I don't know about any other vaccination rollouts other than that. Like, wasn't that the last big one? Like, where niggas was, like, sick in general and people having polio and dying or being, like, permanently, like, paralyzed on the legs down and shit? Yeah, like polio vaccines. You got, uh, you got uh, chicken pox vaccines that are popular now. You've had measles. You know, you, you we've had a number of vaccines that have come out. You know, we, we've got the hep shots, which you got hep A, hep B. You have oh, all yeah. of these vaccinations now that there are no issues with those. And I keep coming back to, you understand, at the end of the day, this all comes down to money, right? Nobody cared if niggas got fucked up back in the day because it's not going to affect the economy. There are way too many of us and way too many people that are associated with us that are non-persons of color to fuck up the vaccine. You cannot have a significant portion of the population, which we are, get sick, die, or something bad happen, that will only further destroy the economy. And racism, racism is fucked up. Racism is some bad shit. But racism does not trump the money. They are not going to fuck up the church's money. And now is way too sensitive a time for them to do that. I fully trust the vaccine. Yeah, I, I, I trust the vaccine. I mean, I'm when it's time for me to take it, I'm going to take it. But it's not going to be available to a regular nation, probably like, you know, late spring, summer. So, um... I'll, I'll, I'll wait and take you on the time, but I think, and, and I agree with you, I mean, the, the premise with, like, black folks don't trust, you know, the medical establishment for several reasons, and that's, that's the, like, we don't trust it because of the Tuskegee experiment, but if you think of modern medicine, a lot of it came from experimentation on black people, Yeah. because they're like, black people don't feel no pain, um, they ain't got no feeling, so we could just fuck these niggas up, and we'll learn a whole lot from fucking up yeah. black people. Modern that's gynecology came from the experimentation on black people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, like black, black women. women, 
Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I didn't think. Can you? Can you? Can a man go to a gynecologist? I thought that was implied. No, I'm just saying. Women, 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 women. Also, when you posted something that's a good post, that was a good post. So a lot of people are scared that that it's part of the. So, like in the flu shot, you get a part of the actual flu in the vaccine. But this is not the case for the vaccine for COVID-19, correct? Correct. So this is basically, it's providing a communication of the blueprint, right? It's providing the blueprint of what this shit looks like, right? So it's like, you know who the criminal is or whatever, and I don't need to bring the criminal to my house. I just tell you what this motherfucker looks like, right? So you never have to invite him in your fucking home. That way, you never have to inject yourself with any portion of the virus, which is what happened in the Tuskegee experiment, which was what happens every time you get a flu shot. This is not like that. This is providing a blueprint, providing a sketch of what the virus looks like. So if you were to be infected with the virus, your body will already have the antibodies present without ever having the the, uh, virus present in your system, which is the new way of dealing with viruses, which should be good, which should be fine. Because obviously you niggas is not scared of getting the actual virus. We've seen you for the past nine, ten months. You're not scared of kissing somebody in the mouth who's got COVID and sharing a hookah pipe with them. So if COVID doesn't scare you, how does the vaccine, even if they did inject you with COVID, how does that scare you? Because at worst, you're going to get full-blown COVID. That's the worst-case scenario. So, sorry. So, Chef, you said you, you're going to get the vaccine. Uh, 5,000, you're going to get the vaccine? I don't intend to. <laughs> I mean, maybe I may down the road, but if I can avoid it and there are enough people who have taken it by the time I get to my turn, because I think I would be very low on the totem pole. I'm not rich. I'm not a frontline worker. You I'm are rich. You, you are rich. You're definitely in the top 10%. Right. You are no, the 1%. So really, like, I don't have the, like, get the first dose. I seen your cabbage. Right. Didn't you just get Wayne Scotting the other day? Is it Wayne's, is it Wayne's coding? I don't know what it is. Oh, dang. All in corning wear? Cancellation? Dang yourself. Wayne's coat. This one's got any, I think. Oh. Take my fucking ding back. You are ding back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, since nobody cares if I'm going to... Are you going to take it, J.J.? Are you thinking about taking that uh, vaccine? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I'm kind of with 5,000. I'm just going, you know... I done got my COVID already, and I'm just going to let y'all niggas get y'all, you know, hopefully... Enough niggas get it where it's gonna uh, even out. So, but they told you if you had COVID already, don't get it. I really? thought that's what they said. Yeah, this ain't wait like eight to twelve weeks. Oh, that ain't he had it. He had it in January, though. And I had it in March. Yeah. Why niggas hate on my COVID just because I got it before it was cool? No, you I'm got the first version of it. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. real. Right. Real. Didn't they say you ain't had an antibodies? Right, but that's because he already ran through them shit. Right, because I had the shit at Mardi Gras. So, so I don't understand this, right? So everybody was so blown about this pandemic, right? For all these fucking months. And everybody's in such a rush to get out the pandemic. And now that we're at the point where there's something in place from an implementation standpoint to get rid of the fucking pandemic, everybody's like, nah, I'm going to chill and I'm going to wait. I don't understand that. Well, we've been, this is what we've been waiting for. For the, damn near a year. The, the trauma, bro. Like, like we have. What trauma? No, there's no fucking trauma. Half of the people that are saying this shit were born in fucking 96. There's no fucking trauma. I don't understand what trauma we're dealing with. Hey, if you were born in 96, 
that it, this is trauma. Before that shit, nigga, you, nigga, you, you done wrote the shit out. I'm happy. I'm fine with the pandemic. Not niggas dying, but I'm fine yeah. with the niggas saying. This shit don't really bother me. This shit don't really like affect I'm, me in any sort of way. I'm not ready but, for the shit. What? I don't well, want I'm, to die, but like, I'm cool. It's not- well, I mean, well, that's also because y'all live in two fucking red states where y'all don't fucking follow the fucking rules. In Louisiana and fucking Florida. In other states where we're actually following... First of all, I, I mean, who gives a fuck about the state? I'm in a blue fucking city. The blue is... I got a black-ass uh, TD as the mayor, nigga. Hold on. We yeah, I want you though. I want you, but most cities are blue. I was telling I was telling a, a, a cunt named Jack Jason Arena earlier today. Uh, most cities are blue, but I get it. He's a, he's a cunt. Yes. God damn. The thing is, also, I mean, the only thing bad thing I've heard, I'm fine with taking the shot, but the only thing I've heard bad about it is Bell's palsy. I already had that shit, so um, I don't think you get. I haven't heard that it gives you Bell's palsy. palsy. <clears throat> yeah, it was a news story I sent it to someone, like the local news station here. They haven't confirmed it, but there have been like a swath of people who, like the first round, might have been like a test round, might have been like before this latest iteration. And um, they did develop Bell's palsy. So yes. they're, they're looking for the link now, but it was like four or five people that they called out. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't need pale balls. My balls uh, <laughs> yellow enough when I get no sun. I ain't been nowhere. Yeah, that's jaundice. Nothing's supposed you, to be yellow on you. You want to... Um, you, you hate light-skinned people so much. My balls are light-skinned people. JJ was light-skinned? We gotta talk about how the light skin scale changes from person to person. No, no, but you gotta use the ball toner for Manscaped, which we're not getting paid paid by. But yeah, um, so Bell's palsy when your face unfreezes up, and that shit happened to me like about how old is my daughter? When did you first start using heroin? Um, <laughs> that might have been one. Hey, but no, what's funny is really shit. Y'all seen that meme before? Uh, it's like a Scooby Doo meme. And it's like, nigga, hit a blunt outside the homeless shelter and say, shit, this ain't weed. And his mouth is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a play on Bill's positive. Yeah, that's exactly what that shit was. Yeah, man, for real, but real talk. If you ever walk him out of homeless shelter, don't hit the J as you walk by. Yeah, absolutely not. There are no J's <laughs> within 500 feet of the homeless shelter you want to hit. Right. Pro tip. Pro tip. Don't hit the J from the homeless people. I'm straight off a nigga that's contemplating hitting that J as he's cruising past the homeless shelter. Like, why are you even thinking about that shit? Right. <clears throat> the thing is, so I'm 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 newly on smoking uh, weed. Uh, so, but niggas will uh, fire up a, a J or a blunt anywhere, and a nigga that you don't know. I see niggas do that shit all the time. Like, I think you try to hit this, and be like, yeah, it just. Nah, nigga, I don't know you. If I don't know you, nigga, I'm not hitting nothing. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like black people smoking. That's what I'm saying. But that's part of the smoking culture. Which, again, like I said, I'm a neo to fucking weed smoking, nigga. So I'm like, nah. I don't, I, I don't think I choose black people culture when it comes to smoking. I I don't feel comfortable with black people smoking culture just for that reason that you said, J. Joe. Black people smoke anywhere, and I can't smoke anywhere. Like me. I can't be high in the club. That's too much going on for me. Like a nigga who smoke and then go out, that's that's sensory overload for me while I'm high. You know what I'm saying? I'd much rather do something else. You know what I'm saying? Getting high outside the homeless shelter, my nerves is bad. I don't want to be there smoking. You know what I'm saying? I really just need to be home. That's really the only place that's okay for me to be high. 
listen, and and look, I I got uh somebody gave me a pipe for my birthday, just like uh, but just like a regular wood pipe, but you can put weed in it. You know what I'm saying? Like once I get a fucking bong, nigga. Once I graduate to a bong and you use less weed. It's a cleaner high, nigga. Like white boy smoke culture. Let's go. No, I'm with it. But like black people, like, I, mean, I feel like I'm smoking crack when I smoke out a bone. Yeah. Like nigga, niggas but, be wild. But black people will smoke weed and go to the gun range. Like no, black people do dumb shit. But, but black a nigga people smoke be like, crack. A nigga, right? A nigga you don't know be like, oh, nigga hit the blunt. Nigga be like, all right, nigga, you, you don't know this nigga. And niggas heavy shevin or whatever the fuck. I don't like that <laughs> nigga, man. They be like, man. No, nah, but I remember. So this is this is why I stopped doing this shit. So we went to a strip club in Tampa, right? And my and my nigga was in town, and he was like, "Man, I just bought some weed from a nigga uh, up in the club." I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool, that's what's up." I'm like, "It's not weird. what's up, but okay." This, this this isn't a classy establishment, but he's like, so he starts smoking, and he's like, "Why oh, you want to hit it?" I'm like, "All right." I'll, so I literally took like two hits. I was like, and I was done, right? That nigga gave me some fucking spice. I thought I was gonna die, nigga. First of all, so what is spice? Goddamn potpourri, nigga. <laughs> this nigga gave me fucking potpourri. I was like, oh, oh, not like spice the drug. He was like really like potpourri. I thought you were talking like K two type shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like in that in that no K two K two got chemicals in it. It ain't really. It's not potpourri. I'm about to say, you would have realized that. Nah, K2 is synthetic marijuana with, chem- with chemicals that are going to get you high. That's not actual cannabis. Right. Potpourri yeah. makes your bathroom smell good. Well, I know in like a lot of states they sell can we, potpourri and they smoke it. But can, we, can we talk about the rise and fall of real potpourri, though? Like, yeah, potpourri right. was like a <laughs> big thing. Yes. It was a potpourri boom at yes. one time. It's an apple cinnamon <laughs> shit? No, no, no. In my car. The fucking the cigarette, the fucking ashtray in my fucking car. Like, nigga, potpourri was a thing at one time. It was some classy was shit that potpourri. No, nah, it was classy. Oh, whoever, whoever was the potpourri fucking industry leader, nigga, like, they broke now. Like, I don't no. mean by stop. Yeah. I'm P-O-T. telling you, they smoking that shit in New York. They, they smoking that shit in upstate New York. Like, nigga, like, home goods potpourri, though. The only open market place I feel comfortable in a club doing drugs is probably at Lush. Shout out to Lush. But Lush just turned into an open market at some point right. in time. They offered me Molly water and I definitely Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, ah, it's water with Molly? Right. I, I didn't even know this was that type of event. I, it's I, not I that, that type, type of, of it is. Um, it's always that type of yeah, thing. It, Whenever, it's when they just always indulging, nigga, it's everything. Like, Everything. Niggas go to lunch and don't even activate the all you can drink. Like, just let me get these edibles. <laughs> right, nigga. Like, niggas go to lunch and, and, and have two drinks. <laughs> Old one all night. Right. Yeah, what were you on at your last lunch? Because we have video footage of uh, us city boying together in unison. I think we were just um, high on happiness and joy. It's probably not what it was. Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably it was not, not what probably. it was. It was, it was just an edible, dog. Like, that's usually my beyond. But usually edible put me down. I don't know. But was it just a single source of edible, or was it the multiple edibles that are passed around? Because there are multiple edibles going around. Yeah. There was a Rice Krispie treat, and then someone had a cookie. I don't and then I had my gummy already. So it's three cocktails of edibles. See what I'm saying? That shit right, right. there. 
Right, that yeah, that's a, it was a special cocktail. <laughs> it was a, like a flavor explosion. <laughs> about the taste. This nigga had a edible <laughs> trail mix, nigga. Nigga, your tongue was not like oh, your palate. <laughs> Not about your palate. Speaking of whatever the fuck. Speaking of drugs. Rest in peace to Tiny Lister. Man. Uh, there's no there's no correlation. I I know he had COVID. Um, he got COVID, and they said that he got it again, and he um unfortunately passed away from complications from COVID. So I um, definitely wanted to send him um shout, a shout out um prayers to his family. Uh, he is definitely an icon. Um. In, in terms of uh, black culture, 90s culture, um, you know him from Friday, but I definitely was introduced to him when he played Zeus in No Holds Bar because that shit was hard as fuck. And so, he was Zeus in, back when I used to watch wrestling. Yeah. Uh, he was Zeus in wrestling first. I thought it was, I, thought it was, I, I don't remember him before No Holds Bar. So yeah, he was, he was in WWF first. Yep. Oh, and, shit. And, yeah, that's why I originally met the nigga. But yeah, but yeah, he's definitely... Been a, a black staple and, and shit. I mean, best known as Debo. Yep. Um, so yeah, man. Rest in peace, man. I told you, man. Them antibodies don't. They only last so long, man. That's the fucked up thing about fucking COVID. He a big dude, man. You know, what I'm saying and respiratory is a little different the bigger you are. You know, I'm not, not saying he was fat or nothing, but if you're a big person, it's a lot of air, a lot of blood to move. And it's it. And uh, from what I've read and from what I've seen, uh, they said he was like the nicest in the world. You know, what I'm saying like. He could take a joke, and you know what I'm saying. You, as you could kind of see that, but they said like he give you the shirt off his back, man. So rest in peace, prayers out to his family. Niggas named Tony are typically cool. Ninety percent of Tonys are cool. Dang, I thought his name was Tiny. Tiny. Oh, sorry. What's his real so name? Shout out to Tonys. <laughs> shout out to Tonys. What? Shout out to Tonys. opened it up. I mean, what percentage named Tiny? I, I don't know that many Tiny. Only I know one Tiny. tiny. Jail. 100%. And, and they got the market on Tiny's. So Let's see what Tiny is, though. What is Most he? Tony's are cool. Yeah. If I think about it. I'm about to say, I don't think I've never met any Tony, though. I know a few Tonys I don't fuck with. I ain't gonna lie. But that's you, though. You don't fuck with a lot of shit. You, like, <laughs> do you always get bad customer service? The man to be called Antonio instead of Tony? I'm fuck with that, though. No, Antonio's my homie. Shout out to Antonio, man. I know you listen to the pod, dog. What up? So Tiny is a Tommy. I'm trying to clean that shit oh, up no. now, dog. Right. First of all, that nigga's an Antonio. That nigga don't go by um Tony. Go by uh, Antonio. Tommy's a Thomas. Oh, my bad. Yeah, man. Shout out my homeboy, Antonio. I know you be listening to that shit, dog. Yeah, man. Yeah. Same nigga. Same nigga. We're talking in broad generalization. Shout out to Antonio. So Antonio, Antonio and Anthony Tonys are two different. For yeah. sure, two different Tonys. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's let's shift, let's move forward then. Tiny's <laughs> Tiny's first name is Tommy though. He's got two oh, nicknames. It's Tommy. It's really Thomas, but his first oh, nickname yeah. is Tommy, then Tiny. No, I did Tommy. Um. So JJ, we want. I wanted to get um an update from you. I know you said you joined Clubhouse. Um. I have no interest on like adding more to my uh, social media portfolio. I ain't gonna talk about Ashanti having COVID. Did she really I, have it? Or she just not one to do a versus because she knew she was about to get mopped. Wow! Damn! Damn! You haven't heard anything. Um. So I watched the video of Ashanti uh, coughing. It didn't sound like a COVID cough. Uh, <laughs> what a COVID cough sound like? Wait, wait. So you never talked. So you never talked to people that have cough. 
COVID? Oh, man. They... Most niggas no. lie about having COVID and tell you five months. Yeah, we already yeah, talked we, about we that. Talk about that. COVID's not a hawk. It's not a cough. It's a hack. And and it's a and it's a breathing. So yeah. like when you have COVID, motherfuckers be like, "What's up, man?" So they take like a deep one and they just talk all the way through till they can't get to the end. And it, <clears throat> yeah, man. So it's all good. You know what I'm saying, like, we, but she said she didn't really have. She was trying to uh, do it from the house. She might have just had some, but it was just bad times. Is that right? Get the cough. <sighs> right. So, you know, the comments, though, nigga, in the comments. So she was like, yeah, you know, uh, I didn't have any symptoms, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to chill. <laughs> that, right. Yeah. So that that's what niggas are talking about. So um, still looking forward to the Keisha Cole Ashanti that's yeah. got, got moved to, uh, I think, January 9th. 9th sometime, right. So, But in the meantime, between time, we got the Kings of the Bay blood. Yeah, on, on no, I think no, it's this Saturday. I thought we would play like, like I mean, we didn't talk about that. No, no. I, 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 I wasn't prepped. <laughs> now nah, niggas ain't prepped. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, it's going to be E40 versus Too Short. I'm looking forward to this. I, this is one I wanted for a while, actually, personally. Um, because I'm just really? a fan of... Wow. Yeah. I'm a fan of E40. I was in E40 since I was a kid, so... You kind of got to be a fan of E40. Like that goes without saying. Yeah, you definitely have to be a fan of E40. What happened was in eighth grade, they like, nigga, this nigga like E40. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then I, I googled it, and then it was it was a rap. But at any rate, I've been a fan for a while. Um, definitely a too short fan. I mean, he was nasty as fuck, and he was a kid, and so you hear this nigga saying, "I want her freaky tale." I was like, oh man, this is crazy. Because it's definitely a middle school here and all this vulgarity. So definitely a fan of both. I think it's going to be a fun versus because they're like friends and shit. And um, niggas get their molly water, you know what I'm saying? Get their X pills and, and have a good time. It's great. I think it's going to be a good, a good. So for me, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know enough about the Bay from and Bay music from a technical standpoint to have a dog in this fight. I like E40, you know what I'm saying? I like Too Short. But, like, when it comes to these battles, there's a little bit extra that goes into it that I don't know enough about. I'm just here to see the music, listen to the music, and get a little bit of education on Bay music and listen to Bay niggas, like, talk about Bay music. That's really kind of where the extent is going to be for me. Because I'm not about to, like, I'm not about to, I'm not trying to get into an argument with an Oakland nigga about, like, Bay music during the fucking verses. Because that's, like, time that I can't get back. And if you start talking about Bay music and you're not from the Bay, like, you know what the fuck you're talking about. You in for a long conversation. So, yeah. I fuck with this shit. I'm kind of on the same page, but I grew up... Uh, Nashville just got a whole lot of musical influences just because it's where it is. Uh, and Tennessee borders more states than any, any other border. So we got a lot of southern music, East Coast, Midwest, like North music, whatever. Um, Stomps I'm playing in the background? Uh, Chicken tea. That's a... Uh, that's E40 and be legit, sister. Sugar tea. All right. Sprinkle be man. Um, so, I think it's great for the culture because a lot of people don't know about, like, old school Bay shit. And I think it's a lot of motherfuckers from the Bay that don't know about old school Bay shit on some real shit. Like, they probably don't know about uh, Spice One and, like, Rapping Forte and all types of shit. Like, uh, hopefully... That, you know, everybody will be schooled on it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, you gonna say something? Eight point? No, no, I was eight forty. 
Um, but no. A little bit. I get hippo to the hippopotamus. Right, in your head like a neurologist. Got a homie about a day with Tupac. This shit about to be three hours, though, because these both some talking ass niggas. Right. So, we'll get into Clubhouse, which cool things about one of... Literally, one of the cool things about Clubhouse is that uh, E40 did uh, join Clubhouse. It was like a welcome to um, Clubhouse E40 little room, and he uh, he went home. But we'll talk about Clubhouse in a minute. But as far as his verses, man, I'm I'm real cool with it. Um, and you know, shout out to the bait. It ain't a lot of uncool niggas from the bait on some real shit. Like if we want to talk about it. Like they they're the special type of nigga, but I. They're not, you can't really, it's not a lot of Mr. Green jeans when it comes to like Bay niggas, all They just themselves and you kind of fuck with it or you don't. It's mandatory. Right. It's mandatory to all come. Well, shit. Wait, let's get into the clubhouse shit. So, a couple weeks ago, you joined Clubhouse. Um, I think Wood got extended the invite. I didn't, I mean, I have, like I was saying earlier, I think I've reached my fill on social media shit, but I know a lot of people since then have joined like clubhouse and waves like people that we know um so i wanted to get an update from you from you both i guess wait i guess if you even join would but just get an update in general like on on the clubhouse experience um if it's worth it you know what i'm saying shit like that jjo's experience is gonna be way more in-depth than mine um <clears throat> i mean me i'm still trying to work clubhouse out and try to understand it I do like lurking rooms, but there's like certain shit you got to do to be getting random certain rights to do certain things. I'm like, all right, cool. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I get the hype and all of that behind it. And it is cool like, to just go in and listen to motherfuckers just talk about shit. But for me, it's just kind of different because I, cause I'm on a podcast with you guys. So it's like we kind of do this shit every week. So, I mean, it's just kind of weird to like go into a clubhouse room. I could see us on the podcast going into a clubhouse room, starting a room and doing the same shit that we do on the podcast. And that's a lot of what people are doing, right? They go and have different topics and they go and they talk about those things and then give other people, you know what I'm saying, the ability to come in and have the floor and say whatever that they want to say, you know, contribute. It's a lot like how we do on the podcast. So to me, that's kind of the tie for clubhouse, but I can see a lot of people to other people who don't have platforms you know, who don't have like podcasts or they do want to go and either sell their wares or go and talk about certain topics. I can see Clubhouse being a very uh, useful and powerful and valuable platform to do those sort of things. So, so um, yeah, so Clubhouse, it is what you want to make of it, right? So you can see what the titles are in moderating it. Uh, you can see people who you know are in it or, you know, if you know somebody that's in it, you can see it. And it's up to you. Like, initially, when I first got in there, I was just going in just because I see somebody, and it was just like fucking high school party line. Like, back when you was in high school, you just dialed a fucking party line. It's just niggas just randomly talking about this bullshit. Um, but, so I've, I've kind of figured out how to navigate it, and I only go into rooms that I fucking care about. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so. I was talking about E40. So, E40 joined a Clubhouse. So, anybody that's relatively famous famous they'll have a welcome to room when they do it so uh e40 joined they have like a welcome to uh clubhouse e40 so e40 is on there and like he's just you know people would ask him it's kind of random questions you have your moderator and um you know he was just talking about just just stories you know what i'm saying so i like that i like to listen to like 
the drink champs and you know just the other places where you can listen and hear people that you especially musicians that you kind of fuck with just tell just stories of going out on tour or um and shit like that that nigga was like well uh they were trying to say who had the best verse on the i got five on the uh remix and then it was like nigga me you know what i'm saying like richie rich was number two but nigga me he's like do y'all mind if i go ahead and spit it for you Niggas like, nah. He said, everybody put your shit on mute. And I nigga spit his verse on uh, the Loonies I Got Five on the remix. And that shit, and then he, like, he spit that shit and, like, kind of broke it down what he was talking about. Because he says a lot of shit that is, uh, and that's the one thing about Bay shit is that it's definitely Bay-centric. So if you're not from the Bay, some shit you're just not going to get. Because niggas just say shit differently just because that's where they're from. Um but yeah, so that was cool. Then they had uh, maybe the next day they had a uh, midnight to Paris appreciation, and you know Puffy just you know dropping jewels. You know what I'm saying? I hate to be cliche, but that nigga was just in there, just talking good shit about like just about life and what he has planned, and like he said he feels like he dropped a ball on R&B. Like at this point in time, like there's no real R&B, and he says like. He feels like he dropped a ball on it, so he's doing whatever he can to get R&B, you know, really rhythm and blues back on radio and blah, 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 blah. So, Is R&B dead? Is R&B gone? I mean, is that is that a puffy opinion? Because it seems like R&B's coming back. I love R&B right now. Popular R&B dead, I think, like, as far as, like, radio play R&B. Um, but it's so many talents, like, like, that aren't getting, like, radio play. So I don't think R&B is dead. I think they have... So, so let's ask that question. Are in this shouts out to Ronnie on this one. Oh, is no, is popular R and B the place for vocalists? Because listening to the playlist that that Ronnie just put out regarding essentially the people who couldn't really sing but who had hits, the most popular songs are sung by the people who are not really top notch vocalists. Those are the best songs. And if you go to Puffy's Blueprint, Puffy's Blueprint is all about making. B singers in the stars. I mean, everybody that was on the Bad Boy label wasn't a supreme vocalist. So it seems like yeah. it seems like it's not about the talent; it's about the songwriting and stuff. Right. So I, and I, the market. Yeah. Uh, not, but a lot has to do. So now it has. I'm just saying that, like the R and B, whatever artists back in the day had to do, like kind of like. The songwriting and the emotion behind it. I think that all R and B has to do with emotion. So if you be- if you believe, like you fuck with Mary J. Blige because everything she sung about, right? Mm-hmm. She looked like it. She felt like it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you heard it, you felt it. When you heard wait, wait, faith, wait, wait, wait. you say Mary J. Blige looked like what she been through. Yes, <laughs> she definitely yeah. did though. Yeah, she still does. Like she don't <laughs> smile. She hurt. So who was the last? Who was the last? Superstar. Who's the last superstar vocalist that we've had? Like pure vocalist. Yeah, but they got to be like a superstar now. Like you can't like Anthony Hamilton don't count. Like Anthony what was, Hamilton don't count because he's not really a superstar. He's, I mean, he's a he's a he's a well established R and B artist as a male. But I don't put. I mean, I don't Harley think it, R, I, R, I, R. I would never see R Kelly is R Kelly a top notch vocalist. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was the last, what was the last motherfucker who would blow the church out? You know what I'm saying? That was an R&B superstar type. Well, she wasn't a, she ain't a superstar. Like, I think we'd have to start going back to like Whitney Houston. 
Like, yeah. what was the last time we've seen that? The top-notch I mean, vocalist does not become the superstar nowadays. No, they go to gospel. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think it was ever about that. It was always about the total package. So they have to look the part and sound the part. It has to be all those things kind of coming together. I would say pre-90s. I say, I say post-90s, maybe. But yeah. pre-90s, but you had to sing. Yeah, I mean... Because I mean, you was going up against Celine Dion, fucking Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, like... You like don't nobody want to hear fucking nigga nigga Vesta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, like you had to sing. You had to sing. Now you don't have to sing. If you sing now, like like a Chrisette Michelle, Chrisette, Chrisette can sing her fucking ass off, but no, I, I think her. Can uh, I mean, her can Hardy sing, so, but they're not. Super. Uh, I mean, Jasmine Sullivan is probably. Jasmine Sullivan, she's the best singer right out. now. Right. Yeah. You say Jasmine Sullivan is the best singer out right now? Yeah. Vocal, best vocalist. Like, really? I can't think of oh. anyone that oh. Oh. right now. Yeah, I can't think of anyone who's like fucking her. I mean, I mean unless we're gonna bring up Kiki Wyatt. I mean, she said all you hoes down on some mm-hmm. messy hoe shit. But I mean, Kiki Wyatt is. Yeah. Oh, and I wouldn't have thought that was Jasmine Sullivan. She no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, she just didn't come to mind. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But now that I think about it, I'm like, all right, who would I put up against Jasmine Sullivan? Kiki Kiki would give her a run for a month. Kiki Wyatt would shut down Jasmine. Don't, don't, don't get these text messages. I'm gonna let you know now. In the crib, that explains a lot. That's wrong. Shout out to Gary. Um, yeah. so, so should it be a Kiki Wyatt versus Jasmine Sullivan versus? Oh, that'd be good. Oh, bitch. Because I can't think of anybody, but and they'll both be kind of sassy to each other because they oh, really right. was. Right. Might end with gunplay. Philly versus Matt. Mm, that's violent. Anyway, oh, yeah. Speaking of friendship, so um, Issa Rae wants you to respect the friend breakup as much as a romantic hold on. Save that, what save just that happened read, read, read yeah, that I, word. hold on I, I'm yeah. gonna ding you but I gotta figure out what you're trying to say first speaking of friendship Issa Rae won't respect the friend breakup as much as a romantic one with all due respect so uh, she posted an article um, in, in circulating basically talking about kind of reference to the last season here where Molly and Issa had beef but it's a little bit deeper talking about how a, a friendship is just a impact for romantic relationship um and and the impact on losing a friend can be just as hurtful and deal with the same sort of emotions as you would with a romantic relationship now <clears throat> i really can't speak to this personally uh, i've never really fallen out with a friend um so i can't really speak to this but i i mean i want to get everyone's takes on that in terms of like their experience do you have friends watch all my friends Damn. No. What the no, I'm saying, I'm saying besides us. No, I got all the friends. People, <laughs> all the we friends. Met la- we met last year. I got all the friends. We definitely dude. have a lot of friends. Bigly. Chef has I more mean, friends. I no. more people with Chef. Yeah. First of all, you can get up about, talk about how many friends Chef got. Chef J- got all the friends. JJ and Chef at the top. JJ and Chef at the top. Five stacks and followed by me. 5,000 is the, is what I said. Have you ever heard, uh, 5,000 laugh? Right. But I the reason I didn't put five stacks at the top because five stacks probably has a very narrow definition of friends. <laughs> like you can be five stacks friends and he might not be your friend. That's the thing. Definitely. <laughs> 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 friendly. Friendly. Is it? Well, my biggest. One of my homeboys 
It was like, nigga, I'm part of the wood hive. That nigga Jimmy Wallace, man, my homeboy. That nigga said, hey, boy, I'm wood hive. That nigga talked some good shit last episode. That's the fuck you, man. Hey, but you could be friendly and not be friends. Yeah. That's how, that's, how, that's how we're talking about. So, friends. So, you know so I, I had I had to I had to I had to uh, a non a non romantic friend um uh, just because motherfuckers on some fuck shit like and I'm an Aries so I'm I'm it's easy for me to cut motherfuckers off and not give a fuck because that's just how I roll um because in 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 my life I feel like I'm a really good friend right so I would that's what makes me upset is that like. If you do me the way I would never have done you, then I'm like, all right, well, then cool. I, I see where we at. We not as close as I thought we were. I'm going to put you over here, and it is what it is. I ain't even got to hate you, but, like, life too short. Be unhappy, life's too short to keep somebody in your circle or whatever people want to call it, your circles, your triangle, whatever shape you want to have, your five-point star in Chicago. Um, that ain't. That ain't your people. You know what I'm saying? That 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 wouldn't do you the same. It, that wouldn't do you the same way that you would do them. So, you know, we're too old to to be around fucked up motherfuckers. But I do agree that like that that breakup is you know it's just as impactful because usually it's a motherfucker like a friend friend. It's a regular friend. That's not a romantic friend. It's usually somebody that's been there for a long time. Romantic partner kind of come and go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just kind of is what it is when it deals with romantic partners. But, like, just somebody who you consider, like, a good friend. Yeah, that shit can be fucked up. Not necessarily devastating in my my bag, because that's not how I roll. But I can understand how that can be really, like, devastating to some people. Like, I can't be this motherfucker's friend anymore because they don't know how to treat me. So, yeah, I I agree with Issa. Um, I, I look at it a little different. Um, I mean, my entire upbringing has been saying goodbye to your best friends. I mean, I'm an army brat. So one, we get attached to our friends really quick because we know we don't have a lot of time. So you could like get on base and it's like, Hey man, what's up, man? Like, let's go play or whatever. And y'all are the best of friends. Cause you never know how long y'all got. And then one day, like your mom and daddy will tell you, we got orders. We getting the fuck out of here. And do you go tell your best friend? All right, man, I'm out. And you guys both know that you're never going to see each other again. You know what I'm saying? And that happens over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? So I've had a couple of sets of best friends and it's like, all right, man, we out. Like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. Keep your head up. And then you go on about your business. So the longest period of time that I've had friends was when I got to college. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all motherfuckers on this podcast, my frat brothers and shit are probably the niggas who I've had as friends the longest, just because that was just the nature of my upbringing. So I think it is impactful, you know what I'm saying, if you've had that sort of relationship with your friends that you've known them damn near as long as you've known yourself, I can imagine that that's highly impactful because that's like a piece of you that's gone. But if that's not your upbringing, you know what I'm saying, and you didn't experience that, I don't see it as impactful because, I mean, me, I just don't, I do and I don't grow attached to people like that because I know at any given time, time can be up and it's time to go. And it's not, it's sad, but it is what it is. And we got to move on to the next. So I, I do have a question, J. Joe. I mean, so when you had, did, when you split with your friend, was there like like a, a conversation where you're like, hey, bro, I don't fuck with you no more? Or was it just like y'all just drifted apart? Was there like a concerted effort to say like, I don't fuck with you no more? Is it? Nah, man. Uh, 
but the nigga did some shit that I thought was so he kind of been like to a line stepper. Um, but I'm I'm one of those like you know what I'm saying. I I revert back to like it was tight. And we had some shit. You know what I'm saying. Like we had each other's back. And, you know what I'm saying. So when he do some fuck shit, I'd be like, oh, he, you know, this is just an isolated incident. You know, this is not this nigga's character. But then like repeatedly like do some shit. And then it just got to the point where I was like, all right, it's fucking gone too far. And I was just like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I just was like, I'm not dealing with this nigga's energy. So it's like, it wasn't like a big thing like, hey, I don't fuck with what you're doing to me. And I was like, nah, I'm just not, not going to follow this nigga on Instagram. And, you know, I didn't block the nigga. Like, yeah. I just don't need to see this nigga no more. You know what I'm saying? Like. And, like, we still have people in, like, mutual text groups and shit like that. So, you know, he still be, like, around. But, you know, I just know that I had to put him in. I had to carpentalize that word. Compartmentalize. Thank you. Compartmentalize this nigga. Like, this is how this nigga is. That's how he's going to be. I'm going to put him over here. He's going to do what he does. And yes, I'm just going to live my life this way. You know what I'm saying? So, so the process is more one side. It wasn't, like, a situation where... That nigga no, felt no. Sort of impact. But I mean, isn't the process unless it's unless it's a gross violation? Isn't doesn't the process always start off one sided? Right. You know. Right. Right. And so the it's, usually, it's usually, and I hate for these terms, but like somebody user and abusee. You know what I'm saying? So it's just how it is. So like once the motherfuckers tired of some abuse, they'd be like, "Well, fuck, I ain't doing it no more." So you can either confront the abuser and have that whole type of thing be like well nigga i'm just not fuck with the motherfucker no more you know what i'm saying and that's the, that's the route i took because it wasn't that serious where i you know i had to be like because i did i don't know if i we're about to get deep if you really want to rectify the situation you know what i'm saying like do you want to do that if that's how you are nigga that's how you are nigga we too old to be trying to Beg a motherfucker to do the right thing and be a right friend. Nigga, I got, I got hella friends, nigga. Like, if you want to be a, if you want to be you, be you over there. You ain't got to be you over here. So that's just how it was, man. So, do you feel it's the same? I mean, a common use case that I see now at this point in our lives are, especially post college, right? We go to college, we're all friends. We have that period right after college where we're still kind of in college, but we just all got jobs. But then we have the point where life kind of starts. Some people get married. Some people don't. Some people have kids. Some people don't. Some people find out they're gay. Some people are still straight. Like everybody kind of just goes and lives life, right? And you start the process of growing apart, right? A lot of friendships grow apart. Do you feel that that's a, a similar process to the falling out? And would you rather have, would you rather have a falling out or would you rather have the growing apart? The growing apart is that though, right? So you- that starts in like high school. If you're in high school. You have a your high school. Go to college. Your friends go to college. Friends fucking sell dope. You know what I'm saying that's what happens. Then some <laughs> of your friends go to a black college. Go to white. You know what I'm saying. So you have the crazy thing is, is different different points in your life. You'd have different best men in your wedding, right? That's just life. Like at one point in high school, if you got married in high school, you probably have one nigga as your best man. You go to college, you go to you really, really mature in college. You know what I'm saying? You probably have a different best man that you would have in high school. You know what I'm saying? But because you're just growing. So even in college, if you go to college with one friend, one nigga might decide to be with one group of people. Some people might be with another group of people. You might feel like you my players been fraternity sorority. So then you have a new friends. They might not. They might not know. How to do that? You know what I'm saying? So 
growing apart is just a part of life. I'm saying like you're not always gonna have. That's why I don't call anybody my best friend. I have a lot of friends, and a lot of them I'm like, you know what I'm saying. So it's not like oh, I'm my best friend because you you just have. I have a lot of good friends, and some you, some you, some. I got one boy. He's in Canada now. I only see him Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. still my nigga. We have. We're not the same. Like we don't talk everyday type shit. He has his life. I have my life. Growing apart, it's just a part of life. Yeah. Now making a, con- a concerted effort not to fuck with a nigga's energy anymore, nigga. That's a whole different yeah. thing. That's because, a sever severing of ties. Dog, right, nigga. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't. I don't get with you right now, nigga, because because you're not the same type of me that I am. To you. And a lot of people have to into that really. It hurts. That's where the. That's where. It, you talk about like it's like breaking up with a motherfucker. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like because it's the same emotional attachment without the sense. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, right? You're around here like oh, I literally would take a bullet for this nigga. Just like you'd be like, nigga, I take a bullet for this chick that I'm fucking with or that I'm engaged. Whoever you love, these are two people that you love. One's platonic, one's you know. Uh, a, a different type of love, you know. They got so many yeah. different. So, words so I got a question. But, this but is for the ladies. Love. To your point, JJ. This is for the ladies, actually. So we we've identified two use cases, right? One is a falling out, and one is a growing apart. So compare this to a romantic relationship. If you grew apart from a friend, that means you're still friends, and at any given time, y'all can pick the friendship back up, right? Y'all just kind of lapse in communication or whatever. If you fall out, y'all don't fuck with each other no more. So from a, a woman's standpoint, she kind of always, if you didn't fall out with that bitch and y'all didn't have like a violent breakup, does she have, uh, is it a valid thought for her to think that if y'all didn't violently fall out with the ex or something like that, that you could always like fuck with the bitch? I mean. Is that a valid thought given the use cases we just described? So you're saying like they potentially drifted, like you're, in a, you're in a romantic relationship and you drift apart. Is there a way to come back together? Yeah, I mean, if you guys didn't have a bad falling out or something like that, that's essentially yeah. not a severed yeah, tie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But J. Joe touched on a lot of stuff, as I'm sure all y'all did, but I caught more. Um, and it all it comes down to premises. Like, one is that I feel like you have to be where they are. And so with that comes compartmentalizing that J. Joe was talking about. Because it's something my home... Um, yeah, I'm trying to, like, you know, grab a six-pack, watch the game. I know who to call for that. Somebody else, 2 o'clock in the morning, down my tire flat, I know who to call for that. And then it's some overlap in there, you know what I'm saying? It's like a Venn diagram. Some people, they fit into multiple categories. Some people, damn, I'm really hurt until Friday. I need $100, you know what I'm saying? Certain people, you call for that. So, um, so that's the one thing, like just kind of knowing who is who, know your personnel, as Wood always says, and that tempers a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? You're not really going to get mad at somebody for doing something where you kind of already knew that wasn't in their wheelhouse. Um, the next thing is kind of where Wood was just at, like if nothing goes totally sour, then do you have a chance to rekindle that? He sounded like he was talking more in terms of relationship, but relationship or friendship. <clears throat> and like the growing apart is naturally like it was a dude I used to hang out with in college. I met him a fairly early freshman year. And we was like super tight, like freshman year. Then it's like, um, you know, people, we got into our major 
we were interested in two different fraternities. You know what I'm saying? So like it kind of like branched out. But then like so it's like last year, year before, I happened to be in this town, and um, I happened to scroll past his page on Facebook, and I'm like, damn, that background looked real familiar. And it turns out his daughter had a competition at the hotel that I was staying at. And I hit him up like, hey, you know, I'm in town. Da, da, da. Are you at this spot? He was like, yeah. And I just went downstairs in the lobby and chilled for a few minutes. And we just caught up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's normally how that happens when somebody's your friend. Like I have friends from elementary school, whatever, that I don't talk to every day. But then it's a whole another group of people that I've known probably more so from like middle school people. I talk to them all the time. Elementary school some of them, but not as much. But I have had the, I guess I would call it a privilege in a lot of sense to have friends that I've had from elementary and middle school to now. Hmm. So I know these people. I've seen them grow up. I've seen them evolve. I see the maturation um, in most people's cases. And that's really unique because I feel like I know these people at their core. You know what I'm saying? So I know what to expect from them. And I, I don't expect for them at this point to switch out. Like, if I've been friends with you for 30 years. There has to be some egregious shit that happened that would cause me not to be a friend. But I've been your friend for 30 years. So what kind of egregious shit would you pull anyway? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, I, I think that shit could work. So this is this is a really good conversation. So my, my situation is kind of different. Like, I'm, I feel like me and Wood are kind of similar, but the difference with me is, I mean, I wasn't an army brat or anything, but I I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. I was shy. I lived on a part, in a part of the town where there wasn't a lot of black folks, um, like, in general. Like, so, and it was so, so it was weird for me to, like, I mean, I had white friends, but it wasn't, like, the same. Like, wasn't necessarily, like, my parents were like, you can't go to that motherfucker's house now. You ain't spending mm. the night. Like, that's weird. <laughs> we just play together. Up. Yeah, y'all can play together, but that's the extent of it. You play in our yard. So, so what would happen in my neighborhood is everyone would play sports at my house. Like, I had a, a hoop. I had a big backyard, so we played football in the backyard. We hoop in the front. And that was my house was somehow the epicenter of all the activity. Because you had a hoop, nigga. Like, the nigga who had the hoop was always the epicenter. Everybody had a lot. I mean, I live in Indiana. Everybody who had a hoop somewhere, but they just always converged yeah, to my house. Because I guess my thing was, I'm not going to y'all house. So it was interesting. But like I had I had one good friend and um I think we, we cool but we like cool on social media. Like it ain't a situation where like he ain't coming to visit here or I ain't going to visit there. Like we'll just shoot the shit on social media and that that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. But um when I started making friends in college and my father always kept so that you know make your best friends in college, you, you ain't gonna be cool with all these motherfuckers that you know right now. And I was like, yeah, that's a lie. But he was right. I mean like these are like my, my I like my all my friendships, I they they matter to me a lot. So I haven't been in a situation where I've drifted apart from any people or we've had issues because I kind of all those relationships matter to me. So I, I I'm really big on the maintenance of them, and it's not necessarily a situation where I have to um, talk to you every day because that's I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't answer text messages, so it's like it's not necessarily that, but they know. If I if they need me or they want, they need to talk to me or something they need a, 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 a ear which is what I'm good for I got them so that's so I've never been in a situation where I fell out because I think like this not I'm not not gonna talk to you every day and they they know that by my my um, personality but 
I've never been in a situation where a nigga's like, like kind of like, man, I'm, I'm straight on this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because I always yeah. feel that too. I'm real big into that. I could feel that type of energy. So that hasn't been a situation for me. <clears throat> but it's, it's very interesting. Um, we can unpack that again another day. Because yeah, yeah. just that whole what happened from freshman year to sophomore year, that's a conversation in itself. Freshman year to sophomore year, <laughs> definitely a conversation. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Talk you're about right. hashtag growth, motherfucker. Yeah, that's a big jump. That's like a rookie year to sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got family. Yeah. Them. For sure. Um, so um, I think I think we got, we talked about a lot of shit, but I wanted to close this shit out. We can close this out with this. So they saying niggas going to get superpowers on first, according to Twitter. As you all know, Twitter doesn't lie. It really tells the truth. So they're saying what's happened. Our DNA, a portion of DNA, niggas specifically, apparently, are going to get unlocked. We're all gonna be blessed with superpowers. Where did this shit came from? I be seeing the memes. Like, I thought it had to do something with a show. Like I thought the meme came off a show. So it's supposed to be something that's inherent, especially mm-hmm. specifically black people, that is gonna unlock. How do we get this date? I, I don't know. And, I don't, and what kind of power? That's what I'm saying. I hope I don't get a bap ass power, nigga. Like being able to talk to whales and shit. Like that's what I. I don't want that power. I want a legitimate power. fucking power. So I think. I'd be happy if I could do it. Everybody wants to fly. Like, flying is the PS5 of powers, but everybody's not going to be able to get none. Oh. But here's my thing. You got to have a bot like, to get flying. What do y'all think? Cause I think it's going to be an extension of whatever power you, you have right now. Like, something that, that sticks out for you in particular is going to be enhanced. Like, if a nigga's, like, kind of strong, they're going to be super strong or some bullshit like that. But if you have a... Yeah, you know, he'd be super green. Like, you'd be, like, a scammer and shit and be able to, like, rob niggas, like, from far, far away. Being shit extraordinarily like green, like, to the point where you can make motherfuckers quiver and, and not want to be bothered with you is a hell of a power, nigga. I think so. Like, I mean, I feel like my power is I'm fairly intuitive. So I feel like I'm thinking the next level for that for me would be, like, full Professor X is what I'm thinking. The biggest humble brand and it is fairly. Right. I feel like I'm fairly handsome, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm fairly, no. high, you know, like fairly <laughs> I ain't gonna say fairly that. Intuitive, fairly employed, fairly, fairly. I say. I'm just saying that's what that's what I'm, I, I that's that's what I, I have. And I'm just saying fairly is like the Kevin Richards and whatever that nigga's version of a seven. Niggas just that that, fair, that fairly out there. <laughs> that shit is like. You never want to be Professor X though, because Professor X essentially has to be crippled because he's so. Yeah, you have to be crippled in some way in order to have that power. What's that shit he has? It's not Skynet. Shit he got in the crib. Mental oh, Wi-Fi? Oh, uh, Cerebro. 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 You need a Cerebro for that shit, too. That's that's what fucks shit up. Like, I ain't gonna have that shit. I don't even have the room. Oh, man. I don't know what my fucking superpower be then. I'm more of me. Yeah, like what's your what's your what's your strongest what's your what's your power now? Like, what do you think this shit that it's your strongest trait? Yeah, uh, now yeah. JJ's gonna be a, a healer or something. He's gonna be like an empath or something. He's gonna be like a healer. No, I'm, first of all, I don't because I hate them. Not I don't hate empaths. Motherfuckers are always talking about their empath. Oh, but you have a lot of empathy though. Like that's inherent to you. You have a lot of empathy for a lot of different people in a lot of different situations. But I, I, I also I also am a great thin slicer. Um, like brisket. No, like a uh, Gladwell term. Like, I could probably tell, like, a chick's a whole, like, the first three minutes that I talk to her. So that's, but that's, like, in every scenario, like, I can, I can kind of like what Chef has, but not fairly. Like, I'm, 
on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can kind of tell what type of person somebody is or whatever you're saying. Oh, you're like, going to be able to see dead people and shit. You're going to be able to oh, see shit. You're oh, going to be a seer. Oh, yeah. You're a seer yeah. as fuck. Yep. My, my, I have, I have fairly good intuition. <laughs> and Steph's going to be the same. We got the same powers. So we're going to know about each other. Are you going to be good or evil? I'm just going to be what it is what it is. Have y'all seen the boys? Yeah. Well, I'll be gray. Everybody will be gray, essentially. Yeah, that's fair. Because, I mean, because if you have x-ray vision, of course, like, you, if a, a building's burning, you're going to look in there and see any uh, babies or pets. But on the same token, like, if she thick. But the it, thing it, about... It, it, you're going to look a little bit in a little dress. Little nothing's going to change, though. Like, we could have powers and nothing's going to change with women because she'd be like, I mean, yeah, that nigga got powers, but do that nigga even fly? And it's like, it's going to be shit like that. Like, Yeah, because mm, I ain't going to be able to fly. He's still 5'8", but and he don't fly. Like, don't fly. And he don't make $100,000 a year. <laughs> you are not a high earner. <laughs> so would y'all rather x-ray vision or read minds? Read minds. I don't want x-ray vision. I don't want to read nobody, man. I don't want to. That's the problem. But you said Professor X. That's what Professor X does. Yeah, yeah. but I feel, I feel like this nigga chose. The I think that, he I think that's me. Right. The most mind reading this nigga in all the powers. Yeah, but that nigga needed Cerebro to keep that shit together because he almost lost his mind. You know what I'm saying? So... That's the other side of it, because I, I wouldn't want to just be... Oh, no, he could do that shit just on some Reggie yeah. shit, though. He needed Cerebro to enhance it so that he could reach all oh, mutants. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was fair enough. That's the fear, though, because I wouldn't want to know everything they thought about me, even if I just kind of know, know what they said. That makes sense. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. Sometimes. But yeah. with that type of power, I mean, that's a lot of control that you have to have, though, to read minds and to not read a motherfucker's mind. It's like having a cheat code on a video game and not using it. Basically, and that's the thing. So, I mean, that's I guess that's what separates the good from me because you, you have so much power to you're like I just and then you also infuse shit in the niggas' brains with Professor X. Like, bitch, I want you to think this. So, you know? if 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 you weren't if you were not a happily married man and you were talking to a chick and you had mind mind fucking powers, would you not read her mind or not put something in her head? Would you have oh, the control mind, to do that? Mind fucking powers. I mean, I guess mine, I mean, it's never been written in a comic, but I'm pretty sure you can mind fuck a chick. You do both. And I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, no, that's kind of, that's rapey. It's rapey, sure. And I I mean, I feel like it's not, it's inauthentic. I mean, mind fucking it, but mind real. So you wouldn't do it? I just think it tries. No, not at all. You're saying there's no situation that you wouldn't do it? No. Give me one, give me one where you think I would. No, no, I'm saying read a chick's mind. Like, you meet a chick. Oh, no, no. Like, there you want to read her mind and be like, I mean, and they say, oh, this nigga weak. You know what I'm saying? But like, okay, cool. Well, at least I know. Cause, so they won't be like, let's go um, to the room, Chris. I'm like, you're right. I'm about, I'm about to buy you a steak and lobster. That's still kind of. You stole the thought. You, you got into her head. You know what I'm saying? Unsolicited. Yeah, I'm not like infusing a thought. It's still I'm rapey. Not, it's still rapey. It's look. still rapey. I don't know. I don't know this is, this is a great question that this for a later podcast. Do chicks that really like a nigga want to go on expensive dates. I don't think so. I don't think it matters. I'm saying they just want to I'm just saying if they like if they like like a nigga like a nigga, do they do they really want to go on these dates? Yes. I would say yes. And I don't I think it, they just wanna I mean go ahead I would say yes and I say yes because I don't think that going on expensive dates has anything to do with the nigga. Women go on expensive dates for other women, not for, you know what I'm saying? They but sometimes but sometimes they just go it has nothing with like being or anything else. It's like, oh, well, right. I'm not counting that because that's not really a woman that's interested in you. She just that's like I'm just hungry and but I'm looking for a nigga to take me out. That's what I'm saying. Like, if a chick is really interested in you, right? Does she really care where you? 
I think so, yeah. Because I think even a chick that's interested in you still wants to go on the gram and say, this nigga took me to Mastro's. So is that, is that, so are we assuming that all, if you're dating now, that whatever you, is going on the gram? And so, to some extent, yeah. Nowadays. To some extent, yeah. I mean, that's the way it's always been, though. The gram is just the vehicle for that now. Back in the day, it might have been, we're going to the whatever cotton club type shit, and I'm going to wear my good coat. I'm going to wear my mink. And all the chicks are about to see that my husband bought me a fucking mink. And that's what all the women did. You know what I'm saying? Or it was my husband bought me this or my husband bought me that. You had different events or different interactions where that would be shown off. Instagram is just the latest incarnation through which people can have that same similar interaction. Like, oh, look how much my man loves me or look how much Bay loves me or look how much my husband loves me. He did X, Y, and Z. And that has nothing to do with the nigga. A woman can completely be completely but, but, into you. But the thing is, husband and dating are different things. Dating like, is damn near worse because they got motherfuckers talking about saying, PayPal me. If you if you cash at Bay $1,500 or whatever, for her nails, and I'm like, bitch, what? For what? For for what nails? Like that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? And some niggas actually believe that shit and do that shit. I think marriage is much different because married motherfuckers know off top, bitch, I'm not about to do that, and you're not doing that either. Like, it's just the reality of the situation, and I don't think it has anything to do with how much I'm, how much she's into a man. I think it has to deal with how much she's into showing off for her friends or how much that is important to her. Yeah, everything is definitely, everything is definitely, everybody's worth is equated to what other people think of your situation and relationship. Um, I'm noticing that more. Like, you could do a whole gang of shit for somebody, but if, like, a homegirl got some fucking flowers or some shit, and she ain't getting none, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is driven social media these days, so... On the, uh, the ground. Yeah, because even after even after you get married and have kids, like and you're all in relationships, the shit don't stop. Like it, it just not. It's not what he bought me. It's gonna be now we're using the kids as props. Oh, my kids are going off to the fucking Jack and Jill meeting. We missed that whole motherfucking week or two of Jack and Jill discussion. But like, oh, my kids are <laughs> in Jack and Jill, or oh, my kids are doing X, Y, and Z, and like. It's a never-ending for the gram fucking right, dick measuring at, contest. Right, it, but at at that point, you know where she's, you know what I'm saying, where she is, what her mind is, like, you know. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter, like, what you do, what they're doing for the gram and what they want to show the world really has nothing to do with her relationship with you or how much she's into you. It has to do with how much she's into showing the world what she has. And that varies from person to person. And it has nothing to do with how much she loves the dude. Or Some people are into that more than other people. Some women are completely private. It's like, fuck them hoes. And they'll never do it. Some women are very big on every fucking step in my life that I've done. If I go take a shit in a spa, you're going to see my fucking toes on the tile floor. Like, that's just some women. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, that almost makes it sound like a case-by-case basis sort of thing. Like, going back to the original question, like, it just depends, like, some women are really just going to be like, oh, we can just chill at the crib and um, in order um, get someone on Uber Eats and, and chill. Or you want to be shown, you want to see shit so you can share shit to your your community, your social media, and do it that way. So I think it just depends on the personality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have y'all ever taken a shit in the club and went back to the club and kicked it? <laughs> no, I have not. Never. That's like it does a bear, no, sh- does a bear shit in the woods type of 
pun? Is that an idiom? What is that? I don't know, J. Joe, help me out. But yeah, that sounds like that sort of thing. I'm taking a shit at the but the gym give you bubble guts. Yeah, shit, shit in the gym seems somewhat normal because it seems like as soon as I hop on a treadmill, it's, it's shitting down. Yeah, I've definitely shat at the gym, but I also I also jam at twenty four hours. But the thing about uh, shitting at the gym is you so so well, you know I'm pro bidet. So without a bidet or wipes and shit, you can't. You're still gonna have somewhat of a shitty ass because right right behind the shit comes the sweat after you start working out. So you're gonna have a degree of swamp ass. Yeah, for sure. After you question. shit in the gym. So then you gotta uh, you gotta navigate between like how swampy is my ass to like gotta do it. Especially if you're in deadlift. But see, but that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation. So what is the what is an acceptable tolerance of funk in the gym? So we're all expecting sweat funk, but if you get sweat slash shit. No, no, no. Dude. Is that a- shit, funk, shit funk is <laughs> never acceptable in any form ever in life. No, you shouldn't have like Never. Is never. <laughs> is that shit funny? Right. <laughs> the white never. Look, full circle. That's why we're going back to that fucking twerk, twerk, uh, twerk wind in niggas' heads. Like, uh-uh, keep that shit. Twerk wind, sit down wind. Oh, that shit. Hey. No, hey, but no, the sit down win is not as bad as the get up win. So like, here's another question. Here's, a, here's, a, here's another question. With a lot of kids, were y'all sniffers growing no, up? No. What is that? What? That's right. a thing? Oh, well, that's definitely a thing. That's a 100% thing. Y'all better ask y'all parents. Y'all better be too young. So a lot of kids, like at one point in their life, it might be like first grade when people like get up off chairs. They For what? <laughs> like for, for kink? I, I don't know. They're five. Nigga. Like you want to clown a nigga? Like you want, no, they're five like years old. I think it's young. You'd be like, you smell like after somebody says something. They probably know. got swamp ass and want to see if the other person got swamp ass too. I smell like doo doo. Let me see if Tom smell like doo doo. Right. I think it is to see if this stinks. What is it about human beings that if you smell like shit, you don't feel so bad about smelling like shit if somebody else smells like shit. I don't know. I don't know. Human that. beings don't I feel like think. nothing is bad if somebody else. No. Instantly, once you realize it is off, you start looking for somebody else. Like <laughs> if you had the, like if you had a store or something, you like walk in the wrong entrance. You look around and hope that somebody else is walking to the wrong entrance too. I mean, it's with anything. Want to be featured on Ask for a Friend? Shoot us an email at with all due respect with a K at gmail.com. If you're asking for a friend is hot enough, it'll be featured on the show. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Travel down the road back again. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. It's my part right here. month of december we are spotlighting black this week we have michael cunningham a graduate of 
Florida A&M University uh, School of Business and Industry. Business and Industry. Is I, I didn't forget you, though. Now you on the on the dings. Uh, from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, originally. Now you live. Where you live now, Mike? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. All right. So before we get into anything, um, how you like your fish sandwich? Because you're from Nashville. Very important. Let me have your your fried fish sandwich. First of all, what fried fish do you like in your fish sandwich? If you had to choose one, what would it be? Um. If I had to choose one, Whiting. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. I like right. Whiting. Right. The way okay. I like it is fried. Yeah. I like it fried hard. I like it on white bread with a couple of pickles, onions, uncooked, and mustard. And cheese if I'm adventurous. Oh, South Nashville sandwich, fried chicken sandwich, I mean, fried fish sandwich. All right. Yeah, that's definitely some Nashville really shit. The pickles, the pickles and the cheese is definitely some shit that pickles and cheese ain't no regular you shit. You say hot sauce and mustard? Did you need a hot sauce sauce? I, I I do like hot sauce. I make my own hot sauce, so I don't normally talk about it because I always got it. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually into hot fish these days. Nashville okay. style hot fish. So yeah. it's already gonna be hot. Still, still need hot sauce. All right, so uh, tell us a little bit about your 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 uh, your goods, your wares, uh, what you're selling uh, on the internet and hand to hand. Sometimes I think I see you uh, yeah, going to different places. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Special events and farmers markets and festivals. So I own uh, Caribrioso. Flavor Boutique. Uh, Caribrioso is a word I created. It's a blend of Caribbean, Creole, and Southern mashed all into one word. Um, so I specialize in organic seasonings, all natural sauces, and organic coffee. All of my seasonings and sauces are Caribbean, Creole, or Southern influenced. Um, all of my seasonings, like I said, I use USDA certified organic herbs and spices. I have about 14 different seasoning blends. I have three sauces and six different coffees. All of my coffee is single origin organic coffee. So it's going to taste a whole lot cleaner and a lot better than anything you get from the Bucks or um, the grocery store. All right. So uh, are those hot sauces you were talking about? You talked about you made your own hot sauce. Is that on the menu as well or is that, is that private stock? Yeah, yeah. So you can go to www.caribrioso.com. Dot US. Uh, the hot sauce is called trap sauce. It's called trap sauce because it's uh, equal parts flavor and heat. When you eat it, you're going to taste it and say, man, this tastes really good. As good as it tastes is as good as as hot as it's going to get at the end. And how you spell Calibrioso? Uh, that, that's not a word that's in Webster, so we're going to need a little spelling on that. Oh, no, it's, cool. it's, cool. it's C-A-R-I-B-R-E-O-S-O. Think Caribbean, Creole, Southern. Only thing is, it came up for me automatically, like when I was starting to type it in. Like it spelled it for me pretty quickly. Oh, so you out here popping, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Exactly. So sometimes, yeah, Chef, on the podcast, I request I request people to spell things so other people who didn't come up for they're able to spell it. No, no, I get that. I was just saying. Like, they I know, I know. You were being type A, and you got it. We got it. You got the website, Chef. That means my Google <laughs> marketing is working. <laughs> That oh, that uh that two hundred fifty dollars a month you paying, <laughs> you know? 
So, yeah. all right, so tell us about how you got into to, to seasoning with your uh, business yeah. background and all that. For sure. So, um, I used to work for a large uh, aerospace company. I went to culinary school for free on the aerospace company's dollar. They laid me off. I started a catering company uh, doing special events, grew that into lunch delivery service, grew that into a food truck. Uh, while I was doing that professionally, off-the-shelf seasonings were too salty, so I started doing sodium-free blends, created my first three seasonings. Then I created a seasoning salt to complement those sodium-free blends. Uh, my wife got pregnant with our first kid in 2013. I was working like 13 hours a day, six days a week. Wasn't trying to do that and be a dad, shut all of that down. Fast forward to 2017 when I moved to Austin and I said, all right, let me reinvigorate this. I'm in a, the right city for it. Uh, so I brought it back, but I knew I didn't want to be stuck in the commercial kitchen like doing food. So I just said, let me focus on all of these recipes I have for seasonings and sauces and whatnot. Uh, so I rebranded it, packaged it, and started hitting the local uh, flea markets and just kind of kept going at it and growing it from there. And then here we are in 2020. And uh, I can honestly say that this has been um, a phenomenal sales year. So um, you had your first child that was what year? 2013. So from 2010. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into that, right? Because <laughs> I was going to ask. Does your seasoning help your sperm count? Because you still, uh, you still shooting up the club, and these babies still popping, bro. I just, you got what? Thir- yeah, now you got thirteen. You got thirteen spices and thirteen kids. What you doing? No, I had a prenuptial agreement. Four, four was the number. We hit four this year, so we're done. Right. Medically. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say you ain't done till the doctor say you're done. So I'm tracking <laughs> you now. Medically and officially done. <laughs> But so, uh, so what has what what has tended to be the most popular? Uh, like, if somebody's on the website and they don't know because you have a couple of them, uh, what tends to be people's favorites? Yeah. So the top seller by far, hands down, is going to be Texas Cowboy Dust. Uh, when I do events and I, I allow people to sample, um, when they taste Cowboy Dust, they pretty much grab the bottle and say, "Okay, I'm buying this one. Now, what else am I going to buy?" So that's the that's the one that everybody loves. And then the second best seller is going to be the Caribbean seasoning. That's one of my sodium free blends. That one is as popular as it is is because it's one of the blends that's been endorsed by Tabitha Brown, who's a vegan uh, social media influencer. So as we get into January, everybody's going to start their new workout routines and get healthy. That's the one they need to buy, right? Yeah. So let me take a second on that. On, on, on that. As we start January, everybody's hitting the gym, blase squad. The most important part of healthy lifestyle is the diet. Most mm-hmm. off-the-shelf seasonings are going to have sugar, and they're going to use the lowest quality salt. Uh, none of 90% of my blends don't have any sugar in them, and all of my blends either use pink Himalayan salt, red Hawaiian salt, or black Hawaiian salt, which are high-quality salts. The average person associates a one-to-one relationship between sodium intake and salt. That's incorrect. Sodium is in salt, but salt and sodium are not the same thing. My, the salt, so they, they are they're natural organic products, um, and they provide a great taste, but they don't provide you with a bunch of sodium like you're going to get from table salt. So as we move into January, I definitely encourage people to go to the website, and I have one um, 
value pack or one bundle that I sell. It's called a Keto Kickstarter, where you can choose uh, three different categories of seasonings and you can choose one from each category. So basically you get three different seasonings. Uh, it's all, and all of them are keto friendly. So as you are beginning your keto diet, you can use them, but obviously they will work well for any diet. I have four sodium free blends, which uh, they are completely free of any salt um, or sodium. So um, if you're on a sodium free or low sodium diet, they're great. I have low sodium blends. And then I have blends that are just um, uh, like smoked sea salt seasoning. So it's my version of a seasoning salt. Um, but definitely I can attest to from a health standpoint, um, just from not buying off the shelf seasoning and using my own product over the last three years, I, I mean, I've lost weight just from that because mm. I definitely don't work out. And I mean, I watch what I eat as best as I can, but I got four kids under the age of seven. So we all know how that's going to go. But just from not buying stuff off the shelf that's full of sugar and, and low quality salt, I can see my weight coming down when I go to my doctor's visit. That's what's up. JJ, we need to see if we can get us a cold or something like that. We could put that in the group, make sure that the people are starting their New Year's off right, you know what I'm saying, with the right resources and the right seasonings and whatnot. We can do a cold and it'll activate uh, January 1st. Right now, time. I'm doing some holidays. So uh, I'm doing inventory blowout. If, if this uh, anybody hears this beef before Saturday, they should go to the website and get some of those inventory blowout uh, bundles because that is the lowest price that you're going to ever get on my product. Um, and uh, it's, it's definitely uh, worth going ahead and, and buying it as part of the inventory bundle, as part of the inventory blowout sale. But January 1st, we'll talk uh, in between now, now and then. And January 1st, I'll drop a water. Is that how I pronounce it? Water. Uh, <laughs> Nobody has ever pronounced it water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. W A D R. I'm gonna holler at you. We, we, we gonna get. But I, I'm definitely about to cop me some of this Texas nose candy seasoning that they're talking about. I'm about to have some of that. Is that yeah. on the blowout? <laughs> how has uh how has the uh the downfall of Goya affected? You have any Latina Latina spices? Yeah, I actually, I actually make an organic adobo seasoning because of what? those. So what? What? Oh, shit! You a monster! Oh, shit. oh and my so my organic adobo seasoning is. Much less salt. So, off top, Goya product is hella salty. It is. Um, unless you get like, I don't know, the sodium free version, but if you just get the basic Goya seasoning, when I eat it, all I taste is salt. It's super hella, it's hella salty. My, my adobo seasoning is much less salt because I use um, a, a black Hawaiian salt. Um, so, it's much less salt and it's way more flavor. I had a question about the um I'm buying all about this shit the, about the hot sauce. <laughs> so the um the trap sauce because I'm a, a hot sauce enthusiast. Um, can you tell us about it? I just want I'm about to buy some like right now, but I want to learn more about it. So the trap sauce is a roasted pepper hot sauce. Um, all of my sauces are all natural. No nothing in it that you can't pronounce. I don't put a lot of. I mean, obviously, I'm not putting a lot of. Uh, I don't know laboratory made ingredients in my products. Uh, so my trap sauce, the ingredients are real simple and straightforward. Uh, but the way I create, I mean, the way I put it together, when you eat it, it's going to, you're going to get some sweet notes because it's roasted peppers. So you're going to get some sweet notes right up front and you're going to, and, and the first thing your brain is going to say is, Ooh, this is tasty. Well, as tasty as you find it, it's going to hit you at the end with the heat in that same level. 
So if you think it's really tasty, it's gonna be really hot at the end. That's my kind of character. I'm all for it. I'm 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 definitely all in. So I gotta buy Texas nose candy, trap sauce, and the and the adobo sauce with the low sodium. Boom. Is it called Texas Nose Candy or is this nigga called, uh, wood it's just being it's wood? Texas Cowboy Boy. Oh, okay. Texas, Texas Cowboy Boy. Thank you. Thank you. Now, listen. You go to my website. You know, if you go to my website right now, I have a, a bundle of inventory blowout bundle. It's $15. You get uh, my, the large bottle, which is an eight ounce bottle of Texas Cowboy Dust. And then you get to choose one of the three sauces either the Jamaican Jerk Marinade. The bossa mm. bossa Barbados barbecue sauce, or the tech or the trap sauce. See, for fifteen bucks. See the Texas right. the Texas what's nose what's candy what's is a memory game, right? They may not remember the Texas moon dust or whatever it is, but they gonna remember the Texas nose candy, and they gonna be looking for it. Ah, that's what it is because it's about cocaine, and our listeners love cocaine, so all right. that's <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, what, what's the website? One more time. One more time. Dub- W C A R I B R E O S O dot US. All right. I did have one more question though. Goddamn. All right. I mean, at this point, at this point, it's not a podcast. We're shopping at this point. (laughs) 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 You know, we all cook. So it's like, okay, so. But I did have a question about the business. So you said this has been a good year for your business. Does it have a lot to do with. The fact that people are in the house and they have to cook more, or what? What do you think it was attributed to? Yeah. So basically, in January or at the end of last year, I made a, a conscious decision that I was going to do more to um, attract and market towards the vegan uh, vegans. Um, so uh, the first few events that I did for 2020 were like vegan festivals, um, and then in uh, late February of this year. Tabitha Brown dropped a 10 minute uh, video or 10 minute uh, uh, Facebook live video where she highlighted like her go to seasonings that she uses Two, I think it was like 10 different seasonings. Two of the 10 were, were my seasonings. So that dropped late February. Mid March is when everything started shutting down due to COVID. So I had already snipped the video and started putting it out there on my own. But then when COVID hit, offices shut down, people working from home. People just became, I mean, they just inherently started cooking more and attending to more things than just, you know, working and commuting to work. They actually had time to do stuff at home. So uh, that video kept circulating. Um, and then people who flirted with veganism, now they're not at work. They can do it at home and control the environment better. So then they start becoming more engaged with Tabitha Brown. The bigger she gets, the bigger I get because she's been using my product pretty much since the beginning of her vegan journey. Uh, all of my live events that I had lined up for 2020 got shut down, but my website kicked in and um, my I hit my 2019 sales number in June of 2020. So nice. everything from me to now has just been trying to double. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, people being at home, it's definitely played a positive effect on my business and the growth of my business and the level of exposure that I'm getting. Uh, because like I said, she's growing. So as she grows, I grow. And then when people just cooking more, it just made sense. That's nice. All right, Mike. Well, appreciate you coming on. Now, this is a part of the interview where we ask people what their top three porn categories are. So go ahead. Top three porn categories. 
Uh, it's definitely gonna be, you know, uh, Ebony. Uh, then we're gonna say uh, Ebony male smashing like female. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, yeah. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Blacked. Does, 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 it have to, does she have to be white? With your dad still cut your ass? It's, it's interracial, but it's specific. It's okay, like, I don't, okay. I don't like All it the right. other way. I only right. like it that one way. Right. And then <laughs> it's going to be uh, solo. What? What is it? Solo? Solo female. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's a first on the. Right, right. right. Woman pleasuring herself. All right. That's, well, again, man, that's big time OnlyFans territory. That's Oh, yeah, we ain't going to ask your OnlyFans, but we're going to have you back, though, because we, we, we are going to sample these products and we're going to. We gonna bring you back, man, and, and talk about it, man. January is Wellness Month, man, so we gotta we gotta stack the guests for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shoot me y'all um, information. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jason, shoot me everybody's info, and I'll I'll, I'll copy all the bottle. Of my, my name is J- my name is J Joe on the on the podcast. <laughs> and you didn't prep me. <laughs> 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 And then I pop everybody, uh, you know what I'm saying, something, because I want you guys to taste it so that when January hit, you could be enthusiastic about endorsing it. Oh, trust me, you ain't got, you ain't got to wait for that. I'm going to be there bought shit before that even get to the point. I'm yeah, I'm already going to be there. Right, already you know, well, you can send me some free shit. So. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna still take the free shit now. Send, send me some free shit, but I was gonna say I don't, I don't eat hot stuff, so I don't think I want no trap sauce. I'm finna get the trap sauce yeah. right now, though. And we also put our guests, we also put our guests on the products too, man. So we might have a guest who who gives a good review or something like that, who might get, you know, what I'm saying, get a little something extra in their stocking, or a little something, you know, a little something extra, man. So absolutely, we bless our listeners. For sure, so, for sure. So. Well, yeah, shoot me the info. Any specifics, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Craig 5000 don't like hot shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me know so I put the right stuff in the envelope. All right. right and on. you said it's Boom. name first. It's just 5000 but it's, it's okay. We ain't bring yeah. it. Works. <laughs> it, works. it works. It works. It works. All right, Mike, man. Appreciate it. Peace. Take it easy, right. Mike. Yep. Okay. You rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the With All Due Respects. All right, with all due respect, um, as we go into the holiday season, thinking of you have to buying gifts, getting stuff for your family, and and getting prepared to make a nice meal and all that stuff. But you gotta be mindful of this being the season of giving. There's opportunities to help folks who are in need. Um, I, I definitely encourage folks to like look for opportunities or communities to to do for others, um, because ultimately, while we think about re- retail and in many ways it is. It's also about looking out for your fellow man, with all due respect. I know the one. That's fine. I ain't either, you know what I'm saying? With all due respect, let me go ahead. Uh, uh, so, because uh, Wood doesn't want a podcast. <laughs> and then he bombs. Is he there? Uh, 
Uh, so that's man. how black people say that wasn't nothing but God. Black people always think it's God. Man, man, I, man, I like to appreciate all uh, the old listeners, man. Uh, I like to appreciate all the new listeners. Um, and we do this for y'all, man. Um, and we do it for ourselves. Let me not say that shit because this is definitely therapy for all of us. Uh, talking a lot of shit, a lot of shit out that we have going on in our lives. Um, had a homeboy talk to me about how he lost his. He had to drive from Michigan to California. He was like, "Man, I listened to your podcast like early additions to the later ones." Man, he said it got me through not just drive but just the ex- experience of an sibling, man. So. Um, and I also have a homegirl. She was like, man, her, her father passed. She was like, man, this was um, an escape from like real life. Shout out to everybody who's as an escape. You know what I'm saying? You get an hour sometimes, two hours sometimes, two and a half hours. Uh, y'all fuck with us. Uh, and we fuck with y'all. And, you know, like I said, it's therapy for us like it is for y'all. We just appreciate y'all riding with another, another Christmas. So we love y'all, man. You know. Y'all fuck with us. We fuck with y'all. Uh, what I'll do? With all due respect, um, I ax- I actually did request from JJ, who's our manager, um, um, <laughs> if we could have a day off, if we had enough leave to take Christmas off. We had to discuss it for a couple of you know a couple of minutes. He wasn't very receptive to letting us have Christmas off. Um, but eventually, he was benevolent enough to let us have right. Christmas off to spend time with our families and you know to you know. Enjoy the holidays and reflect on certain things. So next week, you will not hear from us. Um, not from a podcast. You'll probably still hear from us on social media. The week after that, you won't hear from Chef giving you an excuse on why we didn't podcast. J. Joe gave us a day off. So everyone be thankful to him for that. But, <laughs> but in, the same, in the same vein as what he was talking about, man. From my family to your family, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all of those good things. You know, we've been doing this podcast for about three years now. And some of you guys have actually been with us for three years. Some of you guys, two years. Some of us, one. But regardless of how long you've been listening and how long you've been with us, you're a part of the With All Due Respect family. You know, we got a lot of stuff planned again for 2021. A lot of things we have planned for 2020, of course, we had to move them back or we had to change them a little bit. But 2021 is going to be a big year. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of a lot of things planned for you guys. Um <clears throat> In January, we already talked about it during asking for a friend. We're gonna have we're gonna have Wellness Week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's when everybody wants to get their body right, get their mind right. You know, do cleanses. You know, do spirit walks, whatever you're into. Uh, we're gonna have people on. So if you have your nutritionist or uh, you do peyote and you take walks in the deserts, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to us on social media or send us an email and be part of Wellness Week, man. We want to hear from you guys. You know, whether to promote yourself, sell your wares, or just provide support to the show. You know what I'm saying? And just you know, be part of the community. You know what I'm saying we got citizens in the, with all due respect community. Hopefully, we'll have some clubhouse information for you guys. We'll all get on clubhouse. So you guys can hear us that way as well. But you know, what I'm saying big things in 2021. But again, Merry Christmas. You should hear from us before New Year's. But if not, Happy New Year from my family. To yours with all due respect. With all due respect, as we approach the Christmas <clears throat> holiday and the Christmas season, I think we should still be. Um, and we should still have a spirit of Thanksgiving. Um, we should all be thankful that we made it to this point, all things considered, with the rough and tumble year that it is. But also, 
Uh, keep in mind that everybody who made it here may not have made it in the manner in which they want. You know, some people may have lost loved ones. Some people may have lost their jobs, uh, lost their home, you know, any number of things. So be mindful of that. Uh, you know, everybody don't have PlayStation 5 money on the black market and all of that <laughs> stuff. So if you can, you know, purchase a toy for a toy drive or it might be a family or um you know, maybe gather up a few scullies or some of your old hoodies or something, take it to some um, some less fortunate that might have to spend this season outside in the cold. Just, you know, try to be thinking of others. If you could provide a meal, just anything, everybody helps somebody and, you know, kind of pay it forward and let's uh, roll into 2021 with some good momentum with all due respect. <laughs> 